listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. What's the matter? Honey? I have a terrible feeling. About what? That we didn't do something. Ah, now you feel that way because we left in such a hurry. We took care of everything. Believe me, we did. Did I turn off the coffee? No. I did. Did you lock up? Yeah. Did you close the garage? That's it. I forgot to close the garage. That's it. No, that's not it. What else could we be forgetting? Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 48. This week we are continuing to ruin Christmas movies uh, from your childhood. So this week we are ruining Home Alone, uh, but we are joined in that ruining with the Sour Grapes pod, none other than Etta and Amy. Or Amy, and Etta, whatever, whatever direction you want to flip that. But oh, did um, we get a rap song, a rap siren? Well, yeah, yeah you maybe. did. You got rap okay. air horns. Cool. I usually do the Mario. I usually do the Mario Kart entry song, the da 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 na 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 na. But I can give you whatever song you want. Do the uh, do the Drake. It may not mean nothing to y'all. <laughs> 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 I think the only time we've had music, it was. Uh, Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift. Oh, hey. Which one? So, Look what you made me do. Made me do. Uh, what, oh. For Gary Patterson. We did yeah, that it was to for Gary, Gary Patterson. Patterson. Oh, to his song that he put out? No, 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 uh, no. It was, uh, it was when we, we sang that to him. TC. Gary Patterson put in out a song? that terrible game last year. Gary Patterson did put out a song about like, recruiting. Uh, I think it's on Spotify. Oh, Lord. Oh, good God. Yeah. He is, there's a music video and everything. It's like a recruiting tool to him, apparently. Mm. <laughs> what well, I mean, I, I, if I have a recommendation to make today, it would be that the song we use would be T Train Truth, Grinding Grimy tonight. <laughs> the God, <laughs> oh my, God. the greatest rapper of all Done. time, <laughs> greatest rapper that, alive. That's just gonna run underneath this entire opening. Mm. So oh how uh, how we doing? I don't know if. Uh, Y'all are ready for the chaos that comes with us talking over each other through a Zoom call. But how we doing? We doing okay? It's our favorite good. thing, right? Yeah. We talk over each other yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Why did we want to do Home Alone? Who chose Home Alone? Was that Amy? Was that an Amy thing? or was it? I feel like a- I chose it because it's my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wow. And I have not watched. I haven't watched a lot of like the standard Christmas movies. Like I've seen half of Elf. What? Um, I haven't seen it in, in its entire. Ma'am, you are a mother. I, what? I know, and <laughs> we haven't watched it. And we were going to watch it like two weeks ago, but then we had to pay for it on Prime, and so we didn't watch oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, because to be fair, cheap. I think Amy's children are still like slightly below the age where they will truly find Elf funny. That's my kids are just now starting to be like, oh yeah, this movie is pretty funny. You gonna let them listen to our podcast episode about it? Please don't. No. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's they need to hire Matt as bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he had some zingers too on that one. So shout out to Is Bear for coming on the health. It is. It has been a Baylor themed couple of weeks here in mm-hmm. the One Take Pod household. But other than that, Jake Dex, how we doing? You reviewed a movie that you didn't like. Oh wow! Spoiler you're just alert! Spoiler you're just alert! Out me at the top. Yeah. <sighs> Girl. Girl. That's hurtful. Um, no, I'm good. I'm chilling. I had to work tomorrow and then I have the rest of the week off. It's going to be nice. I say I'm going to chill. I had to edit this, but you know, hang. Well, this is what we pay you for. I'm not doing anything. I don't I don't know why I'm trying to sell it like I'm I'm cool. I'm not. Uh, Dex, how are we doing? I know we, we just got to go down the line. Sure. I'm chilling. I've uh, disconnected from the Texans this year. I'm just basking in the comedy of this season because football is fake in 2020. Mm-hmm. Nothing Absolutely. matters. No one can feel joy. Um, so that's that's what we got going on over there. James Harden wants to be traded. So, you know, it's just a great time for me um, mm-hmm. here in my Houston fandom. So we're, we're just well, doing just, great. I can't wait. To it's weird to me. Right like now. the last three weeks, there hasn't been any college sports of note. Uh, I think they just stopped playing college football together. Yeah, well, we did. Nothing, Baylor nothing basketball happened. continues to be the best team in the Obviously. country, so there's that. Obviously. But, I mean, that season may magically disappear because Kentucky and Duke aren't good this year. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. God. We accept our asterisk with pride. The um, Speaking of asterisks, A&M didn't make the playoffs, so there's that. Ha! <laughs> uh, man. Things. Freaking decks. <laughs> Things. I mean, Shout out are, to the. Are you guys? Are y'all talking about this tonight as like an homage to sour grapes? Because we would typically be clowning on them. Oh, we yeah. will. Yeah, I mean, we just for all of their go. ire. The, no, we, we, I, we rarely talk about movies. We just we we just chase a lot of rabbits here. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I'm good. I'm good with this. Yeah. Billy Lucci, clown. Clown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The facial a- hair is so bad. You know what, though, Royden? When I look at you, I get Taylor Ham vibes. <gasps> <laughs> Whoa. So but you Whoa. look like him, kind of. This is my first time, like, seeing you. Have you ever followed someone to a bathroom? Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever gone on a water ride in an amusement park with a bunch of teenage boys? Because he did that too. Can we can we get me off of this? I would prefer, <laughs> like I would prefer not Royden to be associated. Would never. I would prefer he would not to be associated never. with that. <laughs> I so the answer is no. A resounding Taylor no. Has a job. Yeah, I don't think Taylor Already. Like, has a job anymore. I think he keeps trying to like create Facebook groups mm. where he's like sharing <laughs> his recruiting wisdom, but also is he's he going poking through people divorce. On Probably. <laughs> Probably. It's like he's the only person that still pokes and sends stickers. Is that like I selling think Todd essential pokes, oils for honestly. men? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Making face yeah. uh-huh. for uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, <laughs> is he like doing a hey, multi-level boss marketing? Yeah, I was going to say, is he doing a multi-level marketing? So like, hey, boss, I swear is to like, God, that is actually. what he's doing with like, um, not Todd, but Taylor is like, Come to me for all of the Aggie recruiting scoop, and then it's not good. And I, I, he took his Twitter account private, which has been devastating Always. to me because yeah, 
That Do you want to work from home and make a million dollars being an NCAA football player? <laughs> Always cool and never weird whenever you take your uh, Twitter account private. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Always, I hate because he got, like, he was working at a pool cleaning business, like, two years ago. And people found him in some commercial or something. Hey, that. ain't no shame and in the that's... chlorine game. No. What? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to begrudge someone like a a real. Jo- but when you go from like saying that you're making six figures a year covering Aggie recruiting to cleaning pools, that's a little bit of Look, a fall from grace. I know how much I pay my pool guy for like ten minutes a week. Maybe he's at the same level. Who knows? He's, well, yeah, he definitely but so, make like, more money presumably. Than... Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, presumably, like, the pool guy makes a fraction of whatever you pay the guy, and then his company, mm, and true. Taylor doesn't own this company. Well, I mean, he may make more money than me, because I'm eventually not going to have a job, because Aggie conservative Twitter is in my mentions, so that's fun. <laughs> oh. Royden's going to get canceled by Aggie What'd you Twitter. say, Royden? I'm going to find this right now. I made a dumb joke. They're like, when will, when will Baylor, or when will A&M get to hang up the sign that says almost made it to the college football playoff in Kyle Field? And a dude was like, oh, keeping it classy over there at KWTX, I see. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it had, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I love them so much. They're so stupid. It's just one guy, but like, it's just, oh, it's just enough this. for a guy to like, look me up online. And then oh, email sure. my boss and just be like, he made a joke I didn't like. <laughs> Roy, and you have a blue check on Twitter. Like, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. Clearly, mm-hmm. That's true. What's that like? I mean, we uh, have, we, we've discussed it a little bit, but, but, like, how do you feel? Well, I get less likes than Dex on average, and mm. my tweets about Astros show up on Google, and that's it. Hey. So, yeah. You got our Oh, the... Dude, Dex, like, are you are you unofficial in the bot official game? Like, how do <laughs> you do game? this? Dex, on average, how how much do you pay monthly per bot for your likes you and know, your retweets? So, if I want a tweet to go viral, I can usually get that done for about five dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> That's not bad. That's Why are you using this on our account? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hey, we have a newsletter now, so struggling for is 50 it, retweets. Is it on Substack? It is on Substack. <laughs> is it? Don't don't just want you, this, Etta. I just want you to know I work hard for my 100 tweet likes a year. Mm-hmm. I work hard. I slave oh over gosh. one image. And Dude, I, actually, I'll get my 100 likes. It's extremely like, annoying just, having a viral tweet, bro. Oh like, my god, it's so it's, annoying. I can't imagine. Oh, Everybody. I'm so sad for you. Amy, I'm Amy, for Amy you, know, you know about this life. Like, you get all the stupid replies whenever one of your tweets I don't gets really big. go viral, though, ever. It pisses Amy me off. Ag- she's an aggressive muter, too. So she never <laughs> sees what people say to her. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. Man, it's so bad getting to spread whatever like creative thing you're doing under a viral tweet that hundreds of thousands of people have seen. That sucks. <laughs> it's that sucks. Right. I tweeted about Mitch McConnell, right? It was, it was a funny joke, in my opinion. 
So obviously that goes viral and it all was the hilarious. Mitch McConnell stands nice. are in my mention. There were like, so many people pocket watching like Mitch McConnell like what do you do? Like I don't I don't I don't even know. Why don't you blame Nancy Pelosi for the stimulus checks? Why are you making fun of Mitch McConnell? Because fuck Mitch McConnell. That's why I'm making fun of Mitch McConnell. Because he's the bitch in charge of the Senate, y'all. <laughs> Just like he looks uh, like a dying I said my turtle. First cuss word. Uh-huh. <laughs> we won't get until we lose the stimulus package as well. Anyway. He looks like Mr. I'm Owl from the uh, 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 Tootsie Pop commercials. Oh my no. god. Nope, he doesn't. That One, is doing him too much two, credit. Three. Three. Then he just uh. bites into it like an idiot. <laughs> also, Tootsie Pops are trash. That's my one good take today. Tootsie Pops aren't good. I'm a blow pop guy. What? I need the gum at the end. Blow I also don't really like are trash. Wow. Jake, I'm here Maybe. with you actually. Having the blow pop at the end, like you can just keep chewing. Like it's just, it just mm-hmm. works. It, it keeps on giving. The, the, the Tootsie Roll at the end is, eh, it's okay. I'm a it's ring okay. pop guy. Oh, I haven't had a ring pop in a hot minute. Boom. Anyway, I'm kidding. <laughs> what is wrong? The yeah. best part. Anyway, about a, the best part about a ring pop is when it like uh, when you drop it and it like sticks to your carpet or whatever because you're like wearing <laughs> mm-hmm. it on your finger. That and your mom yells at you. No. Um, As a mom, that's definitely the best part. <laughs> best part. I'm 27. Yeah. So yeah, there's. <laughs> Uh, these are you have to clean your own carpet now. Right. Speaking of mom's yelling, <laughs> speaking home of alone. Mom, home alone, good lord, 20 minutes in. Um, okay. So Joe Pesci, right? Joe, you made yeah. Goodfellas this year. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Home Alone came it out is, in It is a wild year. Uh, it has a 7.6 on IMDb. It is rated PG. It is a long hour and 43 minutes. Uh, an eight-year-old <laughs> troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he accidentally is left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. This was nominated for two Oscars. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It oh, was. What? It was nominated for John Williams for Best Original Song oh. and Best Original Score. Um, which, duh. Like, yeah. Uh, it was directed... This is like the n- number one selling movie in Poland. What? Yes. Yeah, it is huge in Poland. Yeah. Sure. Huge. I'll take you your word. They love those hijinks. I just said. Can sure. we talk about how Daniel oh. Stern was only thirty-three? Was he really? Really, the oldest thirty-three-year-old like I've ever gr- seen. Yeah, he looks like old mf'er, right? Um, yeah. I mean, him, and, and it's funny to see. I mean, this was thirty years ago now. Like Macaulay Culkin is forty. <laughs> like it's ugh. fine. I was six when the movie came out. Yep. Yeah. Um, Director directed Chris Columbus, written by John Hughes, which is always crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that stands out to me, but uh, he wrote it because of Uncle Buck. Really, he wrote oh, it I for Mac- Buck. for Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, uh, there's a scene where Macaulay Culkin and Uncle Buck interrogates a babysitter through a mail slot, and John Hughes was like, "This is so incredible. There could be a whole movie here." <laughs> well, I mean, John no Candy way. is in this. Um, Let's Improved see. every single line. I can believe yeah. it. Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, John Hurd, R.I.P., uh, Catherine O'Hara, and then a the bunch God. of, yeah, John Candy. Did y'all see that thing on Twitter where, like, uh, Zoomers were finding out that Catherine O'Hara in Ships Creek was the mom and... How did you not know Dude. that like, immediately? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it had to be a joke, but, like, there's no way. You never know, man. You never know. Unless I'm missing on some weird meta Zoomer joke. 
Like, it was all over. She will never be anything except for the mom in Home Alone to me. Yeah. 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 Although she is great and she's yeah. great. Um, let's and best see. In show. And best, yeah, best in show. Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, all the those The dad was also in a movie that I loved as a child, which is weird because it was the movie Deceived with Goldie Hawn. Did any of y'all ever watch that? Not one. No. He like, Maybe? He was kind of evil and he like faked his death while he had a child and a wife because he had some like money things going on. And I watched this as a child like so many times, not a children's <laughs> movie at all. Deceived. Watched it. Deceived. So this is Deceived. how you have a second family. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. so many questions about your parents. My parenting. childhood. <laughs> yes. See, I have I only know John Hurt as the jerk guy from Big. Also, oh, that too. Movie, like I also watched it yeah. as a child a lot. No, my yeah, mom same. showed me. My mom showed me Big. I think when I was probably like eight, probably like eight or nine. And then going back mm-hmm. and looking at it, you're like, "Oh, this has some bad, bad messaging. <laughs> this has some really weird messaging." Like weird. <laughs> Is Elizabeth Perkins a pedophile? Sh- yes. Yeah. Yes. Or- yes. We do. That conversation is for later. But yeah, that movie is strange yeah. to go back and watch it in retrospect. This movie, uh, Home Alone, a uh, budget of $18 million. <gasps> oh, are we it, talking about that? Yeah. 1990s <laughs> dollars, it made $476 million worldwide. This movie was Held a, a world record. hit. Yeah. Was Held a, a world hit. record for 20 some odd years. Them's is nineteen ninety dollars too. Them's is, mm-hmm. those goes a long way. Uh, Home Alone, uneven but frequently funny. Premise stretched unreasonably thin. Is buoyed by Macaulay Culkin's cute performance and strong supporting stars. Has a sixty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and an eighty uh, percent user score, audience score. So there is that. Um, let's start with uh, the person who chose this movie, Amy. Go ahead, give it a. Can quick I say that like? Well, my alternative tagline is why you should not have so many children. Yeah. yeah. How many does the family have? Like five? five. They have five. Okay. They have five. And I would <laughs> never with two children make this mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when like he, when Cole Culkin pulls out like the family photo and he looks at it longingly, all those kids are within like a year of each other. <laughs> They're all kids. Well, when this movie was made, Catherine O'Hara was only 36. Ooh, she was a hot dog age down the hallway situation. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, hot dog, dog down, down the hallway? hallway? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yo. Whoa. It's, it's like a Mrs. Duggar situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Also, like, Catherine, the clown also car O'Hara. I hate that. <laughs> the Duggar situation. Oh, the Duggars are weird as hell. Ah. They're the worst. Yeah. They are. It's yeah. also like one kid. of the brothers is a. Rich, legit pedo- yeah, legit pedophile. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't like one of somebody in there? Yeah, I, I don't, you know, a lot of people don't like Daniel Tosh, but he has a joke where it's like, man, thirteen kids. Who would have thought that one of them wasn't going to be turned out to be a bad egg? Right. If you're playing the odds, like you know, yeah. one is going to be probably two with thirteen is going to be an oddball. So anyway, this movie I loved as a child, and I was so excited when I found like the two pack of the DVDs last or two years ago on Amazon. 
and I got to introduce Graham to them because I feel oh. like my child is Kevin McAllister. <laughs> like everything that Kevin Setting does when he realizes his has Graham ever is wished gone. you didn't exist? I feel like <laughs> Sam might be probably Kevin McAllister. Sam, your house Sam calls Sam calls Kevin McAllister home alone. She's like, "Did you see what Home Alone did?" Sure. And I'm like, "His name is Kevin." <laughs> First of all, <laughs> um, but so like, precious. they're both very into this, and I love that I can give them this little piece of my childhood. But my biggest takeaway mm. is how did they not all die? And then how was it that a lightweight snow shovel took them out at the end of the movie? That's very true. I mean, I true. think the CTE racked up to a, like a breaking point at the very end of the movie. So the shovel yeah. just like took it over the top. <laughs> there are so many life lessons, which we will get to as we discuss this. Like you no one to, to quit. No, yeah. We will protect this house. If you had to give it a letter grade, A through F, what would you give it? I love this movie still. It is an A for me. I watch it all the time. Well, I think we're going to have an interesting sort of uh, panel here of, of where this Y'all, like, grade. really hate it? No, well, It'll be diverse. It'll, it'll be, be diverse. It'll be diverse. Um, it won't be... Uh, I don't know if it'll be... St- not stomp the yard. You got it. I don't know if you, got, you got served where it went from what? A plus to F, but like it'll be. It was, oh, Lord. It was three Fs and one A. Don't. <laughs> Dude. Don't. Don't say Wait, it like you it, got it, it served covered. or stomped the yard because those are different movies. You got served. You got served. But either one is not an F. I know. Thank you. It's an F. Thank it's you. It's an F. If you haven't watched the yard, served in a long time, you got served is not a good movie. Stomp the Yard is just drumline without the drums, but it's the same story. Yeah. Edda, uh, go ahead, give your review and a letter grade, please. Okay. Uh, I love this movie. This is one of the first movies that I saw in theaters. And maybe the first Christmas movie that I saw in theaters. Um, So it does hold a special nostalgia for me. I think in terms of how much I love it from childhood. It's an A in terms of looking at it from a critical standpoint. It's like a B, (laughs) maybe B minus. Um, But so I went through and I was texting Jake yesterday that I took like eight pages of notes on this movie. (laughs) But the thing that stands out to me the most is how the hell do these fairly young parents have so much crap in their house? The mannequins, the attic, so many mannequins, dummies—it's everywhere. Like I don't know if they—it's like generational wealth. They inherited this house and the crap that came with it, or if they have some sort of a hoarding disorder. Peter Peter McAllister is a drug lord or kingpin. (laughs) He's a kingpin of some sort. So, Um, and the other thing is, and this stands out to me in a lot of movies because we've been over the last year reintroducing the boys to our mm-hmm. favorite childhood movies but the huge difference in what were considered fancy nice house kitchens in the 80s and 90s versus what a fancy nice house kitchen is now mm-hmm. and i know that's like a weird thing to notice but i'm also <laughs> an interior designer no. in addition to a volcanologist so 
Well, that backsplash like, doesn't just, make any sense. There, there was there is no reclaimed wood anywhere found in this house, and that is disturbing. Well, I mean, the yeah, lack of but, shiplap. Is, sorry, <laughs> there's there's very little shiplap, but it's just funny point to me the like, subway now, tunnel. Point to me. Now we think of pretty much a ton of houses, not just super fancy ones, have granite counters, and this was a mm-hmm. nice. I mean, the, the, the tiles who bought this house, who let them film in it, paid eight hundred thousand dollars for it in the late eighties. And it has a tile. It has tile counters, and it and Amy it had a trash compactor. <laughs> so it, it's a, it's sold in 2012 for 1.5 million. Yep. It is it did. expensive. Yeah. Like in reality, it is a really expensive ass house in yes. the suburbs of Chicago. And the it fact, is. and we'll get into it. But the fact that they they have four first class seats and that huge ass house with obviously yes. 17 rooms. Uh, yeah, those people are rich. Oh, yeah. But also, did y'all notice that their house does not fit in with the rest of the neighborhood? No. <laughs> Absolutely oh, yeah, not. It makes no and it sense. it still doesn't. I went and did, like, a Google Street View down the street. There's a couple that are nice, so but there's still a couple that, that are still, like, normal looking. I'm like, they've made something up here because they're all, like, drive-up houses, and then they've got the nice, like, curved front drive-in. Oh, we have so many thoughts about this. Anyway, Rusty, I'll go review so, this. Etta, go ahead. Give it a letter grade, please. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? B. A yeah. or B. A or a B. Depending or B. on the time. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Oh, we'll sorry call it an A minus. Sure. Split, them, split it A minus. Yeah, we'll, we'll we never average it. It's an A minus. We never tweet out those reviews anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, I know we had we had high hopes for those. I think I was supposed to make graphics. I don't have time. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Dex, go ahead, man. No. Uh, okay. I I want to approach this delicately. <laughs> Walk the those eggshells, my friend. We shit on Elf the other day. Like, there's nothing that we can do to redeem ourselves. This is true. You you made up a racial slur about Elf. So. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, I just the movie is it's got all the like Christmas magic that you want, all the hilarious physical comedy and hijinks. The pranks are really cool and funny. But watching this movie now, I'm just like, man, everybody in this sucks. Kevin's a little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hate Kevin. Like, his parents are the worst, and I understand. But he kind of sucks. And Buzz and Frank. Yeah. They're the true villains. Oh, Uncle Frank. I, I would have left Kevin, Why? too, is what I'm saying. Like, Kevin, Good you can't Lord. come. Uh, you, you stink. Just sit in the attic and die. You'll take the pissy boy with you, the dude that pisses the bed instead of Kevin. Fuller. Hey, he's not my kid. I can't. I can't. I can't tell the other guy to leave his kid. That's not my kid. But yeah, I don't know. This movie is fun. It's funny. But watching it now, I was like, man, I don't. I don't love this as much as I used to. It's cool, but not nothing like spectacular. I don't need to watch it every year or anything like that. Like, you know, it's good, not great. I give it like a like a B minus. You know what's funny about the about the physical gags, and we can get into those later too because it's what everybody remembers. There's not that many. It really is like the last ten minutes of this movie, and everybody remembers that. Which I mean, I guess it's because I love I love Home Alone too, and they they just oh, took that, that to that the next too. to the next level. But Jake, you have a lower review, I feel like, than any of us. So. Actually, wow, I don't. Do I hate it's- Jake now. Probably you always have. It's been a secret hate. It's been growing, but no, um, no, I, I don't. I don't hate this 
movie and it's really I, I have a lower opinion of it because this was not a part of my childhood and partially it was because my mom didn't want me to see it because I think she was afraid that if I watched it it would somehow send out signals to the universe for burglars to break into our house like I grew up very scared of burglars <laughs> like that was like a real potential and it obviously is a real possibility but like for some reason like I was just grew up very scared of it to the point where I remember going with my parents to like one of my dad's friends like christmas party or something at their house and you know there's always the dump off room for kids where a movie is playing or something mm. and i remember home alone was playing in one of those rooms and i remember being like i can't watch this i can't watch so they played uh, my boy instead <laughs> thank you very important oh um or the one where he killed a kid do y'all remember that one is that the one with the bees no, the bees. No, that was my girl. Okay, that's my no girl. my girl. Um, my boy. Uh, the good movie. son. The good son was the one where he's like a villain, and Elijah Wood is the good kid. Oh, I know what you're talking um, about. I know what you're talking about. Oh, it was, it was very it's disturbing. Dark. I loved Elijah it was, Wood as yeah. a child. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this wasn't like a huge part of my childhood, and so I feel like I missed out on a large chunk of the whimsy and wonder. Like I remember being either late middle school or early high school when I first actually like sat down and watched it all the way through. Cause I think a friend was like, Hey, you want to watch home alone? And I was like, I've never seen it. And they're like, Oh my God, how you're 13, 14. Like how have you gone your whole life? And by that point in time, like we had the discussion two minutes ago that like, I think every adult has about it now where it's just an obsession with the house. Like mm-hmm. is Peter McAllister a drug Lord? How has he paid these property taxes? None of this with makes that sense. Burberry trench coat too. Like Thank the freaking you. nice. <laughs> he I noticed that coat. Too. The potentially real or maybe not Rolex. Also, just oh, willing to pay strangers five hundred dollars and stuff like that, and, and a yeah. translator and, and earrings and her wedding yeah. ring. Oh, that's right. Was it actually her wedding ring, or was it just a ring? I didn't I catch know. that. I, I figured it was like I figured it was like a diamond ring. Like she's just willing to give it to this old lady. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, people were getting some fits off in this, uh, <laughs> yeah. including Kevin in his house. Yeah, alone, Kevin looks good as a child, just getting fits off. Like, sure. dude, you're you're in your pajamas. He looks good, and you're just gonna uh, get dressed as a as a kid, and, like put shoes on in the house, like what? like comb your hair. Wearing the Chris, <laughs> he was wearing the Chris Evans special from. Nine Is very worried about the American Dental on. Association in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this wasn't a part of my childhood, so I missed a lot of the whimsy and wonder of it, and instead I focused a lot on the adult aspects. So it's it's not a huge part of my Christmas playlist. It is a part of Mallory. She absolutely loves it, so we watch it every year, uh, at least once, maybe twice. Um, and so I've Hell seen it yeah. dozens and dozens and dozens of times, but now I'm just like, these men should be dead. This house is absurd. <laughs> How in right. the world did they get to an international flight gate if the plane is still there? There are so many things happening that are it's absurd. That's, That's true. Yeah, it is pre-9-11. Right. Pre-9-11. Pre- <laughs> that was a big thing for me. So also, I the grocery on like, bill, when he goes to oh, yeah, the grocery like, store and like buys all this shit and it's like bucks. 19 There are so many adults in this movie that just accept Kevin. Just immediately like, this kid is doing adult things. It's fine. Um, but that cashier was skeptical, at least. Yeah, I, but then I she just didn't do anything. She's like, I don't get paid enough to worry about a <laughs> no, child. No, she didn't do it. Yeah, but no. I also think problem. that that was way more normal 
1990 than it uh-huh. is now. Because sure. I definitely went to the grocery store, which was like a mile from my house, probably maybe a mile and a half in like third grade with just me and my friends. We would ride our bikes over to the grocery <laughs> store, buy some candy, come home. I would never let my kids do that now. That's insane. I can't believe my mom let us do that. We would go on down to the drugstore and get a get a chocolate shake. Yeah, yeah, for a nickel. Like <laughs> for a nickel. But also sometimes buy, it was snowing. Buy my mom cocaine from over the counter. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Suffice to say, the, uh, this movie is like a strong B for me because I, I recognize it as a Christmas movie that I recognize the whimsy and I, I do enjoy watching with my wife, but it's not the Christmas movie I seek out. Like it's, if I can remove you, it from my rotation, I probably would. If you weren't would. watching it with Mallory and enjoying togetherness, what would you give it a grade independent of that? Oh, man. <sighs> I would an still a, probably give so it a B. It. <laughs> yeah, it's an A. Um, no, I would, I would I would still stick it with a B. Like, there's a lot of movie history and there's a lot of things that got inspired off of this. And I love John Hughes's work that I can enjoy it from that perspective. But like as a Christmas movie itself, I'm like, meh. There are better. There are better Christmas movies, though. I mean, this one, like the Santa Claus. Do you think the Santa Claus <laughs> is better than this one? I love the Santa the, Claus. The, the too. movie where they murder Santa. Yes, <laughs> he falls hey, off the roof. Manslaughter. They don't murder most. him. <laughs> they, manslaughter they at most. They killed in, Santa Claus, and they're just like, "All right, we gotta hide a body." So <laughs> here's what that little, movie is. So here's my little inside baseball on that. Apparently, uh, one of Mallory's best friends and a, a girl I went to high school with, her uncle or dad directed that, the Santa Claus. I think it was uncle. Come on the pod. Her uncle directed it. Yeah, come on the pod. <laughs> Talk about Tim Allen and how he turned his career around from ratting out his friends about cocaine. Problematic, uh, (laughs) right? Yep. Wow. Um, So, yeah, I'd probably give this movie just real quick. We talked about it at length. I can't really say anything that hasn't been said, but it's I'd give it like a B minus just upon nostalgia. It's an A. Like we said that about Elf last week. But Taylor Ham's a fucking hater, man. (laughs) Very fine. I I don't even have it. I don't even have a comeback. But the. Um, just kidding, we're, uh, we're best friends now. It's fine. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> um, sorry, I was gonna make a bathroom joke, but I don't know where to. Uh, Ooh, um, okay. the, Tell me what is happening? What? She keeps calling me the dude that follows people into the bathroom. I don't know. What Jake, you cannot leave this conversation just because it makes you uncomfortable. Um, sorry. The, the thing, Amy, about, what are you eating? Chicken nuggets. I respect. Oh, that. I am eating chicken. I'm eating the skin off of the chicken. She's nuggets. peeling anyway. them. What? Wait, do you not eat? Do you not eat the meat? You're just eating this. What do you do with the meat? Are you just is it tossing meat? it? What? I'm well, gonna give it to Todd later. <laughs> Where are these nuggets from? McDonald's. Wait, so you're eating the skin off the McDonald's chicken nuggets? <laughs> I got it because I wanted the hot mustard tonight. Why don't you just eat mustard on fries? Oh, well, that's I have actually a really good combo. Too, that is, a, that is an underrated combo. Does McDonald's have some kind of special hot mustard that I missed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know about this. We are talking My about God, the wrong the thing here. <laughs> we are talking we about know the wrong thing. We know she's oh. a sociopath with food already. Yeah. So. See, Royden has not been introduced to Amy's sociopathic Amy? tendencies with food. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a list. Puts them back in the package 
and she doesn't eat tacos. She'll dump the innards into a bowl and eat it with a fork. Um, Don't you do something absurd with Thin Mints? But this is also what I do with Long John Silver's. Like, I eat the Oh, that's right. You let the chocolate off with Thin Mints. It's not Thin Mints. They're the peanut butter ones that are dipped in chocolate. Yeah, it's the peanut butter patty. Oh, the... Um, yeah. Okay. I oh, I saw that tweet chocolate. of your mm-hmm. husband discovering the cookies. Discovering it. Yeah. yeah she put them back He'll in the package eat. and then put them in the pantry for him to find. And he will eat these pieces that he are will, left over. Oh my chicken God. nuggets. He's gonna <laughs> eat that nugget. Oh my I'm God. sure that poor man. I'm sure he will. That poor I'm man. I'm sure that you guys are like the only people in the world who could have married each other. I just want to truly... know how she tr- like found this person. Day one at Baylor, who would eat her leftover right? chicken McNugget It is pieces. the Taylor Swift Invisible String song. Wait, isn't part yeah. of your story that like you bought him concert tickets as a date thing and he took somebody else? That was after like they were on a break to our friendship. <laughs> we were sorry, kind of on, we were not ever even officially dating. But also the night that I met him, I went back to the hotel and told my mom I'd met the man I would marry. And then I refused to date him for a year. Anyway. <laughs> What a shot call, truly. Like, well, Steph Curry <laughs> shooting from 40 it. feet and turning Babe. around. Like, Babe Ruth pointing in the stands. That would be yeah. I don't know what's worse, the, the movie or the, the concert ticket thing or uh, Jake breaking Getting up with his Getting dumped fu- in chilies. Jake breaking up with his future wife via text. <laughs> oh. Classic. At least it wasn't in a chilies, too. And turning, don't forget turning her down from prom by saying, I'm not ready to commit to anything. I'm not ready to commit to prom. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Mallory go with to prom? Her friends. We went Doesn't as a friend thing. We all, yeah, we all don't have dates. That's the thing that's happening. I'm sorry. That's an all-time. If you go listen to our 10 Things I Hate About You episode, that's an all-time story from Mallory. Just put him on blast. I, 10 minutes I had a guy... Me. Ask me to homecoming, which Ooh. got postponed because of a blizzard, and then mm-hmm. he took someone else. Oh wow! Post blizzard, yeah. post blizzard for the rescheduled mm. homecoming, he took someone else. He's now a missionary. <laughs> Winter snow, new beginnings. Like dodged you're, a bullet. You're, your prom day got canceled. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. I got left at prom. Yeah. What'd you Probably do? great. Nothing. I went with like a guy Probably who was my worst. friend and he had It really was. Like a twenty five year old meth head girlfriend. And so oh. he left to go be with her. It's fine. Yeah, that's very Kentucky. I went to prom. <laughs> oh, it's alone, so Kentucky. So I don't have anything interesting to happen at prom. I went and then I left. I think I told this story though too, is like I had a I had a new girlfriend like first and like only girlfriend in high school and caitlin was it caitlin you've been with caitlin for years and years and years no i met caitlin (laughs) at baylor um the but i i had a had a girlfriend and i had already asked a girl to prom before oh shit and my mom being the stand-up woman she is was like you have to take the other girl to prom come on the pod mama yeah i was like i kind of agree with your mom yeah so that was a fun time. No, seriously, go. Go, it'll be fine. It's fine. So, yeah. This has been 10 minutes of nothing related, but nothing. as we close as we close out, I do have anyway, a draft order. Speaking buzz, of that was left. the right move, though. Woof. Speaking of being a left, Buzz, your girlfriend. Wait, hold on. Uh, you got broken up with at a Chili's, too? 
The Chili's 2. The Chili's 2 in Garage Mahal. Oh, the Garage Mahal. Yes. Yep. In the Garage Mahal. Spent That's so many bear bucks there. Is no longer around. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so they got like, right so much finals, chips and sauce over there. Right before finals, our senior year, December, Todd has been dating me, all of Baylor. He's never had another girlfriend, and I think he freaked out. So we go to Chili's to, like, have lunch right before oh, dead no. days. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. I think we need to take a break. Oh, no. <laughs> Just, I still think I'm going to marry you. I still think we're going to be together, but I think we oh, need to break up for a little bit. Wow. Oh, Toddford. Just over some chicken crispers that you were eating the skin off, he broke up with you? <laughs> so we, ha- we always would get the chili the con queso. queso. Yeah, <laughs> we would, We did get the queso. But like, bro, I went home and cried. And my roommates were like, what do we do with you? And I was like, I don't know. Um, and he like changed our relationship status on Facebook. Oh, Yo. It's a, yeah, wow. That's like, did he, did he put it to single or did he put it to it's uh-huh. complicated? Single. <gasps> and Damn. I put my That's head cool. down. I messaged all of my professors and I was like, can I please just take my yeah. finals as yep. soon as possible? I got my only 4.0 that semester. Cause I just like, and then I went home to Kentucky and he called me up like, a week later, crying because he had kissed another girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jake dropped. Poor Todd. He got out of the. <laughs> Jake left the conversation. <laughs> it made him so Triggered. uncomfortable. The um. Well, I get. Hold on. Where did he go? Are we gonna let him back in or what? Eventually. Well, probably not. Oh, there. Am he I is. still the person? Nope. Hold on. 43 minutes. Jake, what the hell? It gave me a warning that somebody may be trying to hack into my Zoom because it's an untrusted certificate. Homie, if you're trying to break into this, you're not gleaning any information except for prom stories. I got I got nothing for you. <laughs> hey, <Is laughs> you it, can take my dog. Facebook. Is it bad? We got, we got a good breakup story. That That's like I'm craving chicken nuggets now. <laughs> I know, after right? Watching, yeah. After watching Amy peel all these nuggets, like I kind of want yeah, some this chicken is, nuggets. What a great chili that she just um, got there a second ago. So <laughs> before we move into notes, our draft order is me, Rachel, Dex, Rodden, yes. Amy. Yes. Wow. I'm taking up with our sponsor, Random.org. Thank you for keeping us afloat. All right, moving into notes <laughs> about this movie so we can uh, destroy it like we do all over the other movies. Um, if we keep claiming it, they'll probably pay us eventually. <laughs> Chili's, two is gonna, Chili's 2 is going to sponsor us, though. God, I hope so. I fucking love Chili's. Honestly, Chili's, Chili's is a little bit underrated. Dude, it's, I love Chili's Chicken Crispers. It's the so best mid-range American chain. Yeah. Like, the like skinny Applebee's ass. Applebee's, Ruby Tuesdays, Chili's, like that tier of food, Chili's dominates. I will say the thing about Applebee's, the jokes about Applebee's are there, but you literally can get blitzed for like $15. (laughs) But I could do that at home for free. For free? You had to pay for the alcohol For less than $15. True. Then you don't have to drive home with the shame that you got blitzed at Applebee's. (laughs) Applebee's. Uh, Let's go get kicked out of an Applebee's. All right. So... 
I don't know. We get to talk about this really quick because it's just kind of the overarching thing for me is that John Hughes made this movie and wrote it specifically, like you were saying, for Macaulay Culkin. That's just so weird to me. To me. Like, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles, John Hughes was like, you know what? Kids movie where he kills two adults. He was also extremely worried that nobody would buy the fact that a mom would leave her kid behind. And so that's why there's so much exposition in the film of trying to explain why this all happened accidentally, why like it's a series of coincidences. And he wasn't convinced until the final cut of the film that it makes sense. As and the audience bought it every time away. As a child that's been left at Disney World uh, twice. Bro, no. same. Well, Brighton. Same, except not twice, but just once. But yes. Yep. <laughs> How, y'all? How many are you? Uh, well, there is there's there was three of us when I was left at, at Disney World once, and I think four of us when I was left at Disney World again. No, I would have been so so three of us again. So I got. Lost I feel like he's now cousin. just diving into like childhood trauma he's never explored. He's the like staring here off. Is stop it too. <laughs> He's staring off into the distance as he's explaining this, like he hasn't really delved into how this affected him. All I remember is going for one of those huge lollipops that was big as your face, and then turning around, and my mom wasn't there. <laughs> that's, that's actually I'm telling you, that's actually true. The only time I have ever lost a child in public, I was with my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my niece and nephew, and my mother and father-in-law who are all like having more children so it was like me and what is that six more children um (laughs) and one of my sons wandered off because he thought we went one way and we went another and i lost my like i can't even imagine flying across an ocean i forgot to buckle him into his car seat one time and almost (laughs) died like i think the disney employee told my mom the the disney police (laughs) i told my mom uh it's it's usually not the child who's lost it's usually the parent and i think she yeah uh, i think she flipped out (laughs) i think i mean of all the safe places to get lost i feel like disney's a pretty good oh absolutely there's a lot of helpers and yeah a lot of oh, cast yeah. members, a lot of like, plain, See, plain you clothes. Can, when we were at Universal, Disney, you can get snatched up and gone like, a, like across the world pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, that's, Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go across the That was a yeah, really no, good but, joke. Like, when I, I went to that. Universal with Graham in November, it was very much so like, if we get separated, stay exactly where you are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I will find and you. And I, I always tell my boys like, Find another mom who has kids because a mom with kids will help you. And two, right. really if someone advice. tries, if someone tries to take Don't find you, a you have my per- you have my permission to go savage like in Zootopia. <laughs> like That's go wild. You can do whatever yeah. the hell you want to do. Bite, scratch, fight, yep. scream, curse. I don't care. Oh, for just sure. do it. What was that? Landon Pat just Williams? pulls out a switchblade. What was that Cat Williams bit where he's like, he told his son, he's like, I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I told him, like, drop some F-bombs, do whatever you want to do. Fun fact, the only time I've ever watched a Cat Williams stand-up is when I was at Baylor and I was living in a big white house that was across the street from the ghetto H-E-B. The people that used to live there forgot to change their Netflix subscription. And so we kept getting their DVDs and never sent them back. Wow, what an old state. Netflix, the ghetto DVDs. DVDs and the ghetto H-E-B. 
Yeah, from wow. like August to October that year, we just got like 30 some odd Netflix DVDs, never sent them back. Um, Did they like order weird crap? No, it was just standard stuff. And I, oh. I don't know why they how didn't. Did, how did they yeah, keep I don't know coming? Because they, if they're not sending them back from their queue. I don't know. That was like a whole thing. Because like when they first started coming, because I lived with 12 guys. Good so Lord. I think we we all thought it was just like a I, joke. Like uh, we got like have three you been DVDs fumigated and... since then? Because <laughs> that's a you lot. What's funny is my mom. Ones. My mom <laughs> like my mom like um, romanticizes that period. Like she thinks all those guys are great. I'm like you don't. No, there are many nights you there that no I do not remember. That just like whole swaths of months I got nothing. Um, anyway, my Disney story. Is basically Royden's. I was in France. That was the only difference. I was in Disney Paris. It was my sister's oh, not high like school. Epcot Paris. No, no, like literally oh. the country thereof well, of France. Fancy. You're, you're basically Kevin McAllister <laughs> in an alternate universe. And there they have like a hedge maze that's Alice in Wonderland themed. Oh, and it was God. It was my sister, my cousin, and me. And I thought I was with my cousin who from behind, I was like nine, eight, something. She had dark hair and I just saw this woman with dark hair. I was like, that's clearly my cousin because that makes sense. And so I just followed her around for like 20 minutes. And then at one point in time, I grabbed her hand and she turned around and like looked at me. I was like, you are not my cousin. (laughs) And so for like a solid hour, I was lost in Paris. Home alone, Jake lost in Paris. Um, Wait, this Would is watch. literally a Rugrats movie. Yeah, Lost in Paris. <laughs> there are Rugrats yeah. movies? Yeah, when the, oh. orange, the orange VHS. I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Why? But you got Home Alone in there? I was banned from Home Alone, but I got Rugrats, and you got Home Alone they're, and not Rugrats? They're, they're disrespectful to grown-ups. I also True. wasn't allowed to watch Rin and Stimpy or Doug. Well, so. Rin and Stimpy makes sense. Oh, that Doug makes sense. so good. Rin and Stimpy was crap. Uh, True. Disrespectful to grown-ups, but Home Alone, we can drop an iron on somebody's face. Those were invaders, though. <laughs> we will protect the house. Yeah. Stand your ground laws are important. That's Is there they- a stand your? Does Illinois have stand your ground laws? Let's look it up. I'm mm. sure they do. Probably. I feel like I it's everywhere it does. All right, let's Illinois story. does not. It does. Let's talk about this really quick. Is Kevin McAllister an asshole or is he just a kid? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> he's just okay. a kid. Let, let me, let me no, say this. No, y'all. He literally like went into his mom's room, got on her bed while she was on the phone with another adult, something that you should not do as a child, and like was back her. And then she said something to him and he goes, get off the phone and make me, why don't you? I would have been smacked clean into the next century. Yeah, but that's just called her a jerk at one point. He called her a dummy. But I think I think that maybe though that is because she should not have kept having children, and he was fifth, and he like Kevin just recognized. Like Kevin's recognizing, recognized that he didn't have any like (laughs) I don't belong valid relationship. (laughs) Yeah, it's an ex- um, Kevin McAllister's having an existential crisis. <laughs> what is the universe? Well, okay. <laughs> this We're just spinning into explored. eternity. <laughs> oh god, this is more explored in Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. But like, it truly Buzz is. Is the real asshole? 
Buzz yes. is well, yeah, disgusting. Obviously. Like, he's And gross. Kev gets in trouble for shit that Buzz does. And I think Buzz he's is, sick of it. I think he's reached his limit. Buzz is also wearing a Letterman jacket. Buzz has lettered in something. And he's like 12. Yeah. Has he, though? He's a rich kid. Maybe his parents just bought the jacket. That's true. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's also he got it with, from like, wherever Playboy Peter and stuff. got the <laughs> Burberry. Yeah. So also, yeah, Kevin is like freaking out about not having cheese pizza. Something else that I would not be able to do. Because if right. it means that much to you, you're going to pick the fucking olives off the pizza or you're not going to eat, kid. <laughs> that is true. It is a little bit yeah. I think But like Colin... Buzz was the instigator. It's true. Buzz was. I think the first time I watched this movie after I had children, I was shocked by how horrible the parenting is in the movie. It's just oh, how it's Frank very so lazy to yell at him. I would yes. kill Frank if he talked to my children that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said that so today, bad. Like, in my notes. I was like, I would murder this man. Yeah. Like, for for as, my aside from time. all of the, like, leave your kid at home behind thing, mm-hmm. the the whole, um, all of the parenting is awful. Frank like, trying to so steal bad. Crystal in front of the flight attendant. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, what a trashy sucks. human being. Yeah, as somebody who is desperately trying to be the cool uncle. Like, Frank is the worst person in the world to me. And he, he is worse cool than the Wet that. Bandits. He was like, the Wet Bandits are just criminals trying to make ends meet. Yeah, he was yeah. just like, don't let him see when the flight attendant's filling up his champagne. Like, put it in your purse. Do it. <laughs> the And poor, like, the poor aunt who just, like, oh, coddles yeah. this behavior. Have any of us uh, ever she must be a pint glass from a bar? Because yes. Yeah, but that's... Like, it's sort of the same. Yeah, but it's not you're true. Like, but you're like you're on a stuck first class a plane. You're on a yeah. first class fight that your brother-in-law right? paid for. Yeah, Bars right. are built on the idea that everything in there is going to be stolen at some point. That's true. Yeah, That's with first point. class flights, you got to like you've been there before. You, you got to like you've been there before. <laughs> right. I actually, no, it's you just, know, Frank has clearly never class. been there. If I was on a first class flight, I'd be like, yeah, everything's free. Okay, I would be doing the Frank like. Oh, I yeah. So. When Mallory, and I went yeah. our, when Mallory and I went on our honeymoon to Hawaii, like I tried to casually drive as much as I could. I was like, oh yeah, it's our honeymoon. Just see if we can get bought to first class. I never experienced. I just want to see what it's like. I just want to see what it's like. Yeah, I probably not right. That's all. <laughs> I also just want to talk about the fact that like in 1990, traveling to Europe was a big deal. Like, now it feels, oh, like, yeah. not as big of a deal. Like, everyone's yeah. going to Europe all the time, blah, blah, But, like, sending 10 not kids now. and, like, four adults to Europe in 1990 yeah. is a big deal. Can you imagine <laughs> how t- horrifying it is? I don't know what is. Peter was doing. He's a, he's a drug king. He's a drug lord. But my man was yeah. taking care of his family. Well, there was that <laughs> thing where uh, Catherine O'Hare was like, I feel bad that we're sitting up here in first class and the kids are in the in coach. And they're like, why? Oh. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Uh. He's like, Can you imagine the time of their lives. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? You're not looking at them. Like, they're just I there. wish. Knees in your There's, chest. They're having the time of their lives. This movie has so many deleted scenes from it, but the one scene I wish they filmed that was absolutely not part of the script is that they just did a dolly shot down the aisle to the coach. I just want to see the chaos that is raining in the back of that plane. You know like Buzz a- was being a freaking asshole. 
That is like a 12 hour flight. He probably like, had like a, a mirror looking up flight attendant skirts or something. Buzz is like, also, they left the cabin. in the morning. And I thought that you were supposed to leave like late afternoon for a European flight so that you would get there in the morning. Uh, I think. Blah, 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 blah. East. Or you're chasing. Night. Not You're chasing the sun. It's not following you. You know what I don't like about I have the, a lot the, of issues. The, the the issue about the flying here is that she gets on flight gets on a on a flight two days before, gets to the United States, drives to Chicago, and then they walk in right after her. Yeah. Oh I was my so question mad about is, that. Why the hell does she fly from Dallas to Scranton? Right. I you think she should so many more flights. Like she didn't have to get on the flight in Dallas. She could have stayed in Dallas and tried to get a flight from there. Why the mm-hmm. hell would you fly to Scranton? She was compensating like for being one a air- mother. But like, yeah. there's like one airline that flies there. Probably I haven't looked. I probably should have. But this is I can't a, this imagine. is a strong sales movie for American Airlines. Yeah, yeah. but like you should have <laughs> just stayed in Dallas. There's. Hundreds yeah. of flights well, there. Yeah. There's got to be flights. Super from stupid there. Dallas to O'Hare. I mean, like, there's yeah. got to be tons. I mean, at this point, I think she's just taking whatever she gets. Like, if somebody's like, you're now going to Scranton, Pennsylvania. And, like, realistically, you probably, when you count in flight time from Dallas to Scranton, you probably could drive from Dallas to Chicago in a rental car. Exactly. In the yeah, same amount of time as she flying like to Scranton and she's then driving. Yeah, my biggest issue. Like, Go ahead. Because I'm thinking it's like from Dallas to Pennsylvania is what like four or five hours. It's what, probably like five? a two hour flight, two okay. or two and a half. So yeah, it's straight. It, plus the drive time, like yeah, she could have easily. It's a straight yeah. shot from Dallas to Chicago, going north, east-ish. But yeah, my biggest issue with the the flying in this movie. Is that they have I like how we've get, taken a lot of issues with the it, I mean, it's the biggest forge. plot hole in this entire movie is how quick, it truly is. Like, yeah, they, anyway. they have to get 15 people to the airport at 8 a.m. But they are just so fucking relaxed about this whole thing that they oversleep it. I know me personally, if I have a flight the next morning, I am up like hours and yeah. hours oh, yeah. and hours ahead of time. My. So also super it. unrealistic <laughs> is that the kids slept in. Mm-hmm. What? No, kids don't. Eight-year-olds, eight-year-olds don't sleep in though. One There's person, four adults running this house to get coffee. Nothing. Yeah. All There's like, four adults running this house, so I'll I'll recognize that they slept in. But there there's like thirty people in this house. Not one of them woke up and was like, "Hey, the sun yeah. is up." So. <laughs> it's it's nine o'clock. Mm. We should have left an hour ago. Yeah, everyone's on sleeping pills. The um, <laughs> no, I I think it's also it also is so 1990s. They're just running through like. My fiance, she she gets so annoyed with me because it's like I have to be it like security doesn't take it takes long time now, but it doesn't take that much. You know, I don't now. need to be there two hours early. Like I'm I'm good. Yeah. I don't know, but See, she gets I'm, so annoyed with me because I'm like, We gotta be there, we gotta get through security. That and she's like, It's not gonna take that See, long. But in this they're like sprinting through it's so foreign. It's so foreign yeah. to just be sprinting through the, the airport. 
I am I See, am like a get to the airport three hours early so we can sit calmly at our gate. Same. Get same. some food. And have a glass of wine. Have a glass yep. of wine. Uh, hopefully check in because most of the time we fly standby. So, yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm absolutely the same. Like, I, I also like romanticize airports. I love the idea of them. So, like, if I could what? spend as much time. I know. I'm weird. It's a weird. It's a weird part of my personality. No, I appreciate it, Jake. I think it's a good it, personality quirk. Like, <laughs> like love actually? Like you romanticize the airports like that? Yeah. Catch me if you I, can. Yeah, like I don't I well it's also because like it, it factors into my childhood dream of being a pilot. Like I I just think the whole concept of like that whole area in the world. It's like I, I love airports. I don't know why. I would die at a Hudson News. I don't know. Um <laughs> But you know, I'm, have I'm you all discussed same... Love Actually as yeah. a podcast yet? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, two, no. yeah. two weeks, three ago? weeks ago. What was? Oh the yeah, because we on that wait. one. Good. Is that we the British it. one? Is that the one with the signs? With you, yeah. fine and weird. Yeah. Fine and weird. Oh yeah, you are perfect. Yeah. Oh guys. We did a whole. Th- yeah, we spent like thirty I, minutes just talking. I about did finally how watch it last year. Andrew oh, Lincoln is a serial it. killer, actually. Yeah, because we had to we had to accept that's not the first time he's taken video of her. Somewhere in that apartment is multiple videos of Kieran Knightley. Because <laughs> you, you, the serial killer does not just like immediately dive into it. He has to plan through it. There, listen to our love actually episode. It's he's he needs crazy. mementos. Right. <laughs> he does. Uh, hey, tell your husband that I'm tell your husband that I'm Carol. <laughs> Get in the car. Or, or, <laughs> That's what, that's what that next note is. Oh, I don't oh. know that I want to listen to this episode if y'all are that cynical about it. It makes a I lot love of sense. He's hitting you... on his best friend's wife. How do you like this? And she kisses him. She is an adulteress. No, she is a hoe. But, <laughs> okay. um, you think Andrew Lincoln being in love he with loves her? her still. I, yes. Weird. And then I so weird. I have big problems with Emma Thompson's professor. Yeah, that, that storyline is nice. Professor. I recently but found out she's wearing a fat suit in that movie. Who sings "All I Want for Christmas" is wonderful. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah. I recently found out Emma Thompson's wearing a fat suit in that movie, which makes no sense. Oh, she what? is. It doesn't really show, but yeah, she is a little bit bigger, and it it it, it adds nothing to the movie, and I think. The best I could grasp at is that somehow in the storyline it was supposed to show that like um he's Professor Snape was his name, like that yeah, he's like he's lost yeah. interest, he's no longer attracted to her, that's why he has the affair. But it also right. really doesn't show it, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Anyway, right, home back alone. To, uh, back to home alone. <laughs> back there to is home weird, alone. There is a weird thing with this movie, and we can just kind of brush through it, but there, there's a weird thing of this movie where it's like for a brief moment, there's like this fantastical sense where he thinks he has superpowers or something, and all of a sudden, like, I made my family disappear. Yeah, I made that my one? family disappear, mm-hmm. and like, there's like this weird man, and this is kind of like the John Hughesiness of it. Like, there's this weird magical thing that knocks the electricity out, and there's just this weird music over it, and just all the whole setup right. for him being left alone is this weird fantastical part of this movie that doesn't fit in with the uh nail through the foot and slipping and sliding on the on the stairs to end this the movie. It's kind of a weird tonal shift. A million times. Yeah. Um and also could not happen today. What? 
the what whole like um the disrupting of the phone lines like i'm trying to imagine how what? this would have to manifest today and it would have to be like an electromagnetic pulse attack yeah yeah that like shoots off our cell like system. The grid and goes down. And all that. Yeah. Like the grid goes down. Then I would be hysterical because it's very hard to. But we also then wouldn't be able to fly. So you wouldn't That's miss true. your flight. That's true. <laughs> One thing cruise. we haven't talked about in this. Who, the annoying neighbor kid? No. Who the hell? I don't know about y'all. We're at home. On, who is traveling to France? Who's traveling to Florida? Like, what is. Who is this family? Like they're just oh, they live in an eight hundred thousand yeah. dollar house in the eighties. Of course, they're traveling to France. <laughs> to fr- but also, Christmas. they have a brother who lives there. But yeah, like, right? when else There's... do your kids have? When do your kids have two weeks off of school other than the summer? Mm-hmm. We elementary. weren't going. No, we weren't going we always anywhere. got elementary school. Yeah, I mean, we drove to Kansas. Sure. So. Yeah, Roy, we weren't going yeah. to France. You are asking the wrong question about this family. Why are they so comfortable having a man they think is a police officer just stand in their house? Right. Yes, Actually, I have a lot Dex. of questions about Who that. Who the I hell have just a lot has police officers? White people. That's not- <laughs> for hours, like for a long period of yeah. time. Also, Little Nero's Pizza. Why are we naming a pizza chain off of a tyrannical... Like, <laughs> I mean, horrible it's not. It's not like Caesar is any better. Right. I... Well, I, I I respect that you went a level farther than I normally do. Well done. <laughs> Welcome to Paul Pot right. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Look, we're, we're oh graduates. You ordered We've two large Stalin crusts. Referencing here, we know what um, we're talking about. Our pizzas are killer. Little oh, yeah, Paul Pizza. He's the one who like fiddled as his realm burned, right? And- Allegedly. He was the original let the meat Allegedly. Guy. What are you, a narrow so, stand? One huh? thing that stood out to me was, and maybe this is an 80s thing, or maybe it's just a movie trope that I wasn't aware of, but the whole um, uh, suburban murderer urban legend thing. Mm-hmm. Like Buzz is trying to and scare him and say, like, the South Bend mummies. Strangler. Yeah, yeah that, he said that, he called him the South Bend Strangler, mm-hmm. the old man next door. Um, and so that I was that trying I, to think of like other '80s movies that use this same concept, and the only one I could think of was The Burbs, um, mm-hmm. where they talk about <sighs> yeah, The Burbs is shout amazing. out Nick. You'll probably listen to this episode. I know. Uh, Can we talk about it? the salt turns the bodies to mummies and the mummies and just yeah, how stupid that is. Well, that's actually like salt is a mummification process. No, salt is a mummification (laughs) process. It desiccates the body. Don't you also have have wraps? No, I think you're more on the mummy portion of it. But that, I mean, you're you're more concerned about the like wrapping up. But mummification (laughs) is just the desiccation of a body. Do you think those children wrapped? Who knows? Maybe they should. My kids are obsessed with mummies, so I will say kid, like that. My kids are also freaks, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, speaking of mom, speaking of mommy, it, it, Macaulay Culkin still calls Catherine O'Hara mommy, um, that, or just disturbing. mom I, I, in real life. Yeah, in real life. But that. I also don't know mom how often they're adorable. just mom, not mommy. mommy. Um, just mom. Ugh. But how often are they interacting? I guess at like reunions. Anyway, I will admit that that 
that actually does hit a very nostalgic point for me because I remember being a kid and like riding my bikes with the other neighborhood kids and we'd make up shitty stories about like Uh old neighbors or something. You'd be like, oh yeah, Yeah. he's clearly a serial killer. And then you would like, you would fill up the story with like pseudoscience, like things you saw on the History Channel or things you didn't understand that would like somehow justify it. Be like, of course, you know, he killed his wife and buried in the backyard. That's why only that patch of grass grows greener than everything else. Cause that's where the dead body right. is. Like as a kid, you would, yeah. you would bullshit your way through that. But that, that vaccines, was, they're pseudoscience. <laughs> uh, we do not that, endorse like, this. We're, we're doing <laughs> Kevin a disservice by discounting the way he healed a family. In this, he did. Like, he did. Oh yeah, it's very much so. Kevin's an asshole, blah blah blah. But like he, he told Marley, "That's true." Call your, call your son. And also, at one point, Marley said something like, "Um, "You can get as old as you want to get, or whatever." But like, fear is still a very real thing, which I think is a very important. Who is this old? Who is this old man spilling his guts to a to an eight year old at a church? Like, I, I think him, just a, there's something so. Like, I think it's just a lonely dude. Kevin. He has such like kind eyes. Yeah, old Mr. Right. Marley. Apparently, oh, he's the so actor precious. that played him. Like, I don't know if he's still with us, but he's given interviews where like he has had kids like scream and run away from him because of this movie. <laughs> I mean, he is legitimately terrifying for like two minutes. But you know what's even more terrifying than him in this movie? The furnace. The furnace in the, furnace in the, in okay. the basement. Terrifying. Just like the burbs. <laughs> terrifying. So Mallory pointed this out to me like when we watched this, and I've, I've never thought about this and never put two and two together. There is an entire HVAC system in the attic when he, get, he gets banned up there. Why is there still yes. a furnace? And so part of me thinks... And I, I know this movie does not have this much depth to it. I, I, I realize it's all service level, but part of me thinks wow, because when we first get introduced to the, it? I know, I because I do, I do this a lot on this podcast where I try to dig deeper, and then people are like, "No, it's it's all service level. What are you doing? Stop that." Um, but when we first get the furnace, like it opens on its own, it makes a very loud sound. So part of me thinks is that there is a little bit of imagination in this movie from Kevin's point of view that oh, perhaps sure. not all of no, this never really happened to the to the extent it did. That's that's the childlike we like wonder of this movie, if Whimsy. you will, is right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. where he's just where everything is sort of heightened. And everything like that, but it makes like Lord of the Rings noises whenever it opens. Like it's like disturbingly scary. Also, Back- people, please stop reading. tagging me on Twitter. I did not mean to start a fight. Please don't hate me over my Lord of the Rings take. As a I'm a good I person. Was, okay, so I was reading an interesting piece of commentary today about Home Alone, and it talked about how, and this was written from a person who's like not religious at all, but how she was. Um, she was struck by Kevin's ability to return to, like, the comfortable religious roots that he was presumably raised in and grounded in. Uh, he blesses his meal before the burglars promptly arrive at nine o'clock. And he, um... Like, he had some other moments, and, and like, even talking down the furnace and being like, this isn't a real thing, blah, 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 blah. Like, there was something so genuine and innocent and precious about 
this kind of butthole kid who gets left behind, blah, 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 blah. But, like, there is still some very real sense of, like, innocence to him. And mm-hmm. it's very sweet. Like, he is a butthole. Like, he's an eight-year-old kid. My my kid is a butthole frequently. But <laughs> How dare there you? is... There, Graham is a Graham saint. Is, How dare you? Every eight-year-old is, is a butthead. Exactly Luckily. what I am, like... Maybe a yeah. Sunday doing a shoot down of figurines like that is Graham. He would do that yeah. if we left him alone. Yeah, but there is some will, like innate goodness to Kevin McAllister. There and is all like, of the all of the innocence though goes out the door when he makes napalm. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I mean, but it, like there is an innate childlike wonder to him in in yeah. in innocence. Like even though he's growing up, like. It is shopping. He's doing laundry. He's doing dishes. He's no longer scared of scary movies. Like All he's trying of these to force things himself. that his family did not think he could do. Yeah. Like, or pack his it's own an adult suitcase. Role. He spends every night in his parents' bed. Right. Or is this a story of a... He still needs upper, that protection from his parents, even though he is an adult in his own world. Or it could right. be an upper-class privileged youth... Inflicting <laughs> violence upon socioeconomically depressed uh, victims. Subscribe to our newsletter. We'll have uh, Edda on who uh, write her dissertation over. <laughs> we we will now enter. We'll now so enter this. What I hate e- is that there is a moment in this where I'm like, oh my God, like I feel kind of sorry for these dumbass burglars who keep going for it and yeah. getting their asses kicked. At some but point, quit them. Like, that's I my obsession. At some point, he's a child, and you have become more like consumed with the idea of revenge than even mm-hmm. like your the obsession with the McAllister house never makes sense to me. And I know we've established that like it is the nicest house on the block, and even they say it's like the big tuna or whatever. But the at some point tuna. in time, you just got to be like, this is not worth it anymore because like their end goal is either Kevin McAllister gets killed or they kidnap him, which is uh-huh. way worse than just uh-huh. being a burglar. Like, give it up, so guys. And, and my also, biggest issue with this movie, they have no fucking idea what they're going in there to steal. They have no idea what's in the house. They're just right. like, we just want to take some shit out of it's there. It's just it's a big. rich house. We're just well, going to Well, so that, that's kind of established a little bit in when he's the cop. Because after Peter talks to him, they walk away before McCall, uh, uh, Catherine talks to him and, and takes Macaulay Culkin upstairs. He's wandering through the next room. And then he comes back. So, like, he is yeah. scouting out the place. And he he does know some portions but of it. Like but it's like a stereo and some shit. Yeah. Whereas, like, <laughs> you've got a kid. These motherfuckers there is have two home. VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I granted, it's 1990. So, like, these electronics are expensive. But they are not worth this. They're not worth They're absolutely CD. not worth this. Like, you... If they, if they went for, like, jewelry they and stuff, like, they're... The stairs so many times and they're just like good with it and they keep getting up it's not imagine worth the snow like, shovel takes them out it's not imagine worth having f- to get your scalp re- remade after no absolutely not. burns your head off like, well, like how does that not hurt more i don't i know we're not it. talking about home alone 2 but bricks <laughs> falling on you yeah that's oh, my yeah. you would be on, dead on youtube somebody did like a counter of like injuries that marv would have sustained and it's Home like Alone the first, 2. The first brick would have sent you to the ER. Home Alone you 2, Donald died. Trump shakes your hand, you would be dead. 
COVID. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, I love any, any opportunity to talk shit about Donald Trump. That the, ruins uh, that whole entire movie. Whole so movie. weird. But so my child crazy, right? being like, it that's no Donald sense. Trump. What, what's that weird is that. What's weird is I saw Home Alone 2 before I saw the original, so I think in my heart I like 2 better, and I think that's just because of the order I saw it. Is is that how people... It's also because of the huge Christmas tree and all the gifts under it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And the toy store, and and, uh getting the pizza in the the limo. the plot of Home Alone 2, like mm-hmm. the good parts, like the limo, the going to the toy store and everything, the it's the service. same plot of my favorite Disney Channel original movie, Blank Check. <laughs> oh, I love movie. Blank Check Which so is much. a great movie. Wait, wait, wait. Movie. That's a Disney <laughs> Channel movie? We're talking mm-hmm. about I don't old think one it is. with... No. Because I, I remember renting one, that at the, at the movie store. Reminds th- me of my favorite Disney Channel original movie, this uh, Smart House. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. oh, I love Smart House too. Graham loves Smart House too. It's uh, have y'all um if you have not already reviewed Blank Check. We'll bring we'll you on. on. We can talk Blank Check. I love that yeah, movie. I'll come back it's on and watch you talk about Blank Check. Because now I just think about how and the million burbs. dollars would not go this far. I'm just like, no, Oh, absolutely not. He has like he does entire construction yeah. to that house. That is that the weird one? Where, is that the also pool? the weird one where the the reporter starts to like fall in love weirdly with the kid? <laughs> she kisses him. She yep. kisses him oh. at the end. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. He does like entire. It has he, he has a personal driver. He builds like a slide into this house. Like no, that million you can't dollars. Do that with a million dollars. No. Nope. Not even. Not even. Blank Check was filmed in Austin and San Antonio in Dallas. Of course it what? was. Of course it was. In the Spy Kids universe. Anyway, um, okay. <laughs> hey, let's go on a day date. We can go to the house from Blank Check. It's in Dallas. Where is it at, Jake? Oh, I'm sorry. It's in Austin. JK. It's 1415 oh. Woodridge. I don't know why I'm doxing these people. I don't even know this real house. It's on the I'll Wikipedia. Look it up there. if you want to. Like, I'll go. Do they still have the slide that goes to the pool? Anyway, oh the God, 1990 movie, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> the... Our, <laughs> All right, really quick. Uh, let's talk about the one thing that everybody remembers from this movie is the injuries. So we can kind of walk through them. First of all, he they both fall down the stairs. Marv eats shit down the stairs mm-hmm. like a couple times where he's bouncing his head off the back of the... Yeah. That... Uh, I wonder if... They're all the pain hands to the face. It's They're definitely a targeting penalty. Yeah. <laughs> 15 yards minimum. Ejected. Yes. At least. Player was ejected. I wonder if Joe Pesci actually did any of his stunts or if he was like, no. Um, <laughs> Joe Pesci. He, I, I don't know, have know. any background on that. Macaulay Culkin obviously didn't do any of his own stunts. A 30-year-old man did Macaulay Culkin's stunts. Excuse me, what? Just a <laughs> very short 30-year-old blonde man did okay. all of Macaulay Culkin's stunts. Um, um, the only other background I have there is that Joe Pesci made it a very specific point to never speak to Macaulay Culkin on set. Just so Macaulay Culkin would always be scared of him. That Which works, because yeah, their well, on-screen yeah. chemistry really oh, I does, like that. sells that. I actually really like that. To this day, he's still scared of Joe Pesci. It, it is truly wild. He walked up the set of Goodfellas straight into this. It's like <laughs> so a three-month no span. Yeah, it's like a three-month span. 
coming off of Goodfellas straight into this. Also, what's funny about that is he never says an actual cuss word. I think Marv says like shit, but like Marv he, says shit once yeah. accidentally because he actually did hurt himself on set, and you can hear it in the DVD. I don't know if you could hear it on the you, streaming ones. I heard it on Disney Disney Plus. Okay, but the so they um, did keep it. Yeah, but like. Uh, Harry never swears. It's always the ratchet, fragile, which is so weird coming Cr- from Joe Pesci. Apparently, yeah. Pesci did cuss like a lot on on set, especially during all of his like little monologues and triads, to the point where Chris Columbus pulled him aside and was like, "Every time you want to say fuck, say fridge instead." So you hear fridge occasionally. Oh, I read that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hear fridge occasionally through the movie, and you're like, "Oh, that's good." Can you imagine what this uh, rated R Home Alone? <laughs> Just Joe Pesci like. So, I, I, so uh, much that's, blood. What, what's so the movie blood. with um, Jennifer Lawrence where she puts a guy's head in a microwave? Oh, it's not that. It's uh, oh, house, no, at, no, no. house at the end of the house. Last house on the left. With uh, with Monica or Mon- what is her name? The one from Parenthood. Yes, it's not right. Jennifer Lawrence. But uh, last it, house on the left. Last house on the left. That movie. Oh. Is and she puts the watch. hand in the. Dude, Puts Jesse Pinkman's hand in. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, I, um, was, I was thinking Joe Pesci, and for some reason I was like eight leg freaks, but it's not. It's eight heads in a duffel bag. And I was like, how oh, did God. they put him into a kid's movie? But that came out after Home Alone, and that's why. I've never seen this one at a- Oh, it's not- I don't recommend. Man, I made up so, an is that on Disney Lawrence film in my head. That's yeah, it's, it is. Um, it's in the under seven category. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, the the okay, so they fall down the stairs. Marv eventually gets into the house. He has a he has a iron blowtorch. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he has an iron and hit him in the, the face. Yeah, Harry yep. gets into the backyard into the back door. He has a blowtorch. Literally burn <laughs> off his scalp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got gangrene now. He just goes on. Yeah, and he has gangrene now. His skull is showing. Yeah, uh, Marv has tetanus because uh-huh. mm-hmm. the nail, the body horror with Ooh. the feet stuff in Ooh. this. I don't yeah. like. I don't like it on rewatch when he's stepping Same. on the ornaments and things like the mm. the noises uh-huh. it makes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Also, so when the tarantula is thrown onto the onto Marv's face, that's real. Harry's, bo- Harry's body is a fake tarantula. It is bigger and discolored than the original tarantula. <laughs> See, I have a child yeah. who loves tarantulas and was very concerned oh that the tarantula a, might no. be injured. Is there a tarantula yeah. in your house right now? There is not, in other mine? than that, there my no. child sleeps with a stuffed tarantula every night. Oh, Named. God. His name is Spidey. Harry. Love it. The, so apparently, that's clearly, right. he also has that's, a Christmas shirt that's like it's a T-shirt, but it's printed to look like a Christmas sweater, and it has a giant tarantula on it. Oh, oh, why? I, I think you're saying the spider has like a shirt. <laughs> oh. on. I was like, this is this took no, a no, no. turn. My child, not the not the spider. So. <laughs> what's the um, uh, worst? What's the worst injury in this? What's the what the the thing that I mean? Obviously, probably the hair the. The scalp. hand on the, the, the scalp. The no, door no, paint yeah. can, paint can to the face. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's that's, the hot that's iron blunt. to the face. No, dude, blunt force trauma with yeah, the giant blunt force paint trauma. can. That, 
That thing weighs in, more than the iron, probably. I but dude, the, the yeah. iron fell from falling such a off height. of the stairs. That's true. Falling off of the stairs repeatedly yeah. onto the back of your skull. Yeah, Everything it's blunt in force this movie trauma. Should kill you. Blunt force but trauma yeah, too. Like it's neck is the broken. Lightweight shovel at the end of the night that knocks him out. That's that's where they lose. He's me. got Barry Bonds power did, behind that. <laughs> I did read that in the scene where. Uh, Joe Pesci is threatening to bite his fingers off. He did accidentally Actually, bite five, too hard and gave him a scar. Macaulay Culkin has a scar. Oh, God. That's got to be a cool From, story to be like, yes, I have. You know how I got this? Joe Pesci bit me. Like, what? That's how he got also, Mila Kunis for a while. Like, let's talk about the decision to go out on the rope from the house. Instead of just, one, the- yeah. Instead yeah, of just, just like run. leaving one person up there and going downstairs and like running really quickly. Yeah. Like, they want us to go back through the booby traps. He's eight. You're already like, like, he didn't if read They're them. trying to outsmart an eight year old and they fail miserably. He if had critical thinking the were their strong suit, they wouldn't be petty criminals though. Right. That's true. He right. left they the wouldn't house. Be, they wouldn't be flooding houses. He left the house. That's so dumb. just steal. Also, so dumb. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Um, I, I, we, I am so cynical that I'm like, this doesn't work because he probably doesn't tie that knot on the tree right, and he just falls and breaks his leg. He, and that's the end. Of the movie. We are, we are questioning common sense of adults in this movie, where police get called and begged for a wellness check and don't know what that is. True. Maybe that and wasn't the the house, and they're like, no one answers. <laughs> yeah, like I am telling you, a child is alone in this house. Of course, he's not going to answer the door. He's scared shitless. Like, right. You got to somehow sure. convince him. You can't just be like, knock, knock, knock. He's not here. Goodbye. Thanks, Chicago but also, Police I've Department. Told Graham, I've told Graham like multiple times. You know that what Kevin should have done right away is call nine one one. And Graham is like, yeah, but then it wouldn't have been a good movie. <laughs> True. It has a point. True. It's a very good uh, point. Very good point. Graham, come on the podcast. Tell us your thoughts. Oh, he offered. He offered tonight <laughs> as I was watching it and taking notes. He was like, "Why don't you just let me talk?" And I'm like, "No, no." I would absolutely. I would listen to anything he has to say about this. The um, the there is a Long there is a declining, me. there is a declining rate of some of these uh, of uh, some of these booby traps because it's like gets burnt his scalp gets burned and then he gets tarred and feathered like what there's like a declining rate yeah i was like oh that's just kind of inconvenient that's not like an to be fair it's glued and feathered too like he uses the tar for something else and then he uses like saran wrap and sticky glue to be fair maybe he thought like we did as adults where he put like all the heavy hitters in front and just thought the the, the stuff at the back was just gonna be like not used (laughs) like maybe they'll quit after I burn his his scalp, <laughs> I would maybe, have been maybe after like the second time that I fell down the stairs. I'm good. I don't care anymore. I'm, I'm out. Right. I'm not gonna go for the third and fourth time. Or I branded um, my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, he lost yeah. that hand. That hand is out. Mm-mm. That hand has to be amputated. We're done here. My um, favorite, like a big. Oh. Mm. Go ahead. A big thing for me was the fact that um, lost lost my train of shot. Train of shot. 
You have to do what we do to just like keep on saying film terms until you get back somewhere. <laughs> I had a right here. So Christopher Columbus behind the camera yeah, was that, doing some real guy. magical. <laughs> we uh, have to give credit that this director's name is Chris Columbus. Just love it. Harry Potter alum. His, the, um, yeah, Harry Potter alum made two movies. The, and Mrs. Doubtfire. The, the funny thing to me, though, is that not only do half this neighborhood have to come back to their houses being robbed, damn it, now I have water damage? What is oh, this? I know. The insurance claim. The insurance yeah. claim. But I also, this Kevin whole... cleaned up his whole house, but then left Buzz's room a mess. No, no, no. Buzz deserved to... it. Yeah, Buzz, Buzz did deserve it. it. I appreciate okay. that. The wet bandits are somehow. There's a whole scene where the wet. The, the, there's a news report about the wet bandits that got deleted. So somehow they've been terrorizing all of Chicago. The police immediately arrest them. Don't question Kevin. Don't like sit and wait with him in productive custody. Be like, well, we're gonna wait Don't for your parents because called right. <laughs> we got a call from this house, and we're just gonna leave. Yeah, they weren't like, hey, oh, is, there's been a, a string point. of robberies across this neighborhood. Maybe we should tell some people. Nah, they're just like we arrested also, the bad guys. Also, remember when we got we'll the call it. about this one house being left <laughs> alone with an eight year old? And then immediately got called by a kid doing a, an adult voice. Also, this Marv Murphy, whatever his name was, is what he called. It's my also, yeah. thing so stupid. I wrote my that down, dude. You don't have to be an adult to call the police. You can just be a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally yeah. an adult. The uh, my favorite thing in the second one. This is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> the father. <laughs> um, no, there so, was a lo- Did y'all have those airboy or talk boys? No. Mm-mm. No. What? No. I barely I barely uh had a had a tape. Like I just yeah. got into like CD players, but like that yeah, I never had a talk boy. I feel like I had like two friends when I was growing up who had talk boys. That sounds like a And y'all would, would like, y'all oh like gosh. make each other tapes and then trade? So cool. Ooh. Hmm. Me? No. <laughs> I was a girl. I wasn't allowed to have a talk boy. Oh. Did they have a talk girl? So Which is the talk boy, but pink? We had neighbors whose back... My parents live on sort of like an end of a block where they're the only house on their block between two streets. Okay. So my friend's backyard almost touched my parents. So we just traded walkie-talkies and could talk from our houses, even though we weren't on the same street. They were pretty close together, so it still worked. So we oh, the eighties and the nineties. No, yeah, this Gosh. I know it was wild. Wild um, time. The so I don't know why I just wrote that. Just the first thing that happens to Joe Pesci though is he gets shot with a pellet gun mm-hmm. in the crotch, right in the dick and balls. So I'm sorry, just like right. That had to suck so bad. And then the other dude, knowing that there's a yeah. pellet gun in there, just goes face in first the into the doggy door. <laughs> like, what? Why don't, yeah. but like, if you're Kevin, why don't you shoot him in the eye? Because you're eight. You're right there, <laughs> my guy. I mean, but he does have some marksman aim. He, he's shooting that, an army man straight out that of the wouldn't make a good, That wouldn't even make, make a good movie, though. Wouldn't make That's a good true. movie. I'm just going like, to right. start saying that on this <laughs> podcast. Just, wouldn't, wouldn't make, make a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. Wouldn't have been good. Duh. 
Uh, anything else that we have? I mean, obviously, they, they, they tie up loose ends by going, oh, just because you, uh, which is very true. It's like, now we know every house that you hit because it's flooded. They're like. The wet bandits. Right. Right. Um, Can we talk about. My points are. Go decks. Kevin just shoplifting for absolutely no reason and like running from a police officer. Dude, just yeah. drop the fucking toothbrush. Like you know, we can let him have. You don't have we to can do let this him crime. Look at that white privilege. <laughs> the toothbrush. He, it, it is not. We don't know if it's American Dental Association approved, so I don't even know if it's worth anything. But also, I mean, it, I it says that on the packaging. If it is, though, immediately so. the one adult in the situation sees a kid asking about a toothbrush brushes him off and then immediately screams shoplifter but then my favorite shot in this whole film a kid we're never introduced to or ever see again who's like a clerk at the store he gets this zoom in shot where he does a superhero pose yeah where he, <laughs> he runs he out gets like, he gets like from under the chin da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> and all he does he, is yell shoplifter yeah his move is to run outside point to a cop and go shoplifter and we're done with jimmy he gets a whole, it's like, 20 seconds of movie. The, uh, but, like, poor Jimmy. that whole thing should have immediately been, like, the woman at the counter being like, you are a chit, you are a child. There's, like, 200 square feet in this place. I know you didn't come in with an adult. Why are you here? Let's find your parents. Or just saying, Because it yeah, wouldn't have kid, made a good it's movie. It's American <laughs> Dental Association approved. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, you can lie to this kid. <laughs> That's what I was like, saying, Dex. Is here's like, my who thing, cares, like, man? I don't give a shit. I just work here. My right. thing is, like, what's the difference between a toothbrush that is or is not American Dental Association approved? Is Policy. there a difference? Consensus, yeah. Consensus. Uh, what is what? What makes an American Associ- Dental Association toothbrush an American Association? You know what? I will. I will ask the dentist. I will ask the Bob Father over Christmas. I Could bet we? he casts please. a vote every year. Please ask the. Stash. I actually oh, don't think a, it's a conference. I don't think that he's a member of the American Dental Association <laughs> Which because toothbrush do we like you, the most? All you all you have to do is pay your dues. Like you don't have to prove anything to be a part of the ADA. So Bob Father is a union buster. I get it. I understand. The, the Bob Father is a is a fellow of the Academy of oh, General Dentistry. Oh, then you're going to say the Bob Father is a felon. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't we know have blown some stuff up before, but he's never been convicted, so it's fine. The American Dental Association was have... doing some shady stuff. Real bad guys. Real bad dudes. Oh, it's <laughs> we drained the swamp. Racket. It was huge. Oh, totally. We drained the swamp. It's cleaner than anybody's how much you ever think, um, We got rid of the how American much Dental think Association. <laughs> Paid for product placement in this movie for that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you okay, think I, I have one. The ADA paid like a million dollars for the name. Go for it. I don't believe that Peter McAllister actually fishes, and I don't know why he was mad about the fish hooks. I actually, I actually wrote that down too. I was like, why would he, he be buying fish hooks in the he winter? He does not fish. No, there is no. murder weapons. He sure as hell does not. And actually, I don't. That's when we get into deceived decks. That's where he we bodies is a lake. We we get we go through the majority of this house, and never once in the basement or the attic do we ever see fishing rods. But we did see mannequins. There are mannequins. A shit ton of mannequins. I saw three right in the get go. Two in the basement. One in their bedroom. 
Ooh. What are you doing with that? Whoa. You know what they're doing with that. Don't kink shame. <laughs> kinky, kinky things. Hey, these kids got to come from somewhere. Um, they got five. The temperature somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It's my the- favorite euphemism. <laughs> Oh my god. Lots All right. of lots of turning. <laughs> and we were worried this wasn't gonna be as chaotic as Matt's episode. Uh not there yet, but we're mm. different chaos. Yeah, we're say, edging. I was gonna say the mannequin is just sometimes you want an audience. But the uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh no. It's oh, very Jerry Falwell. Oh Taylor. Oh no oh, shit. Oh, oh no. shit. She made that liberty joke. Oh, we love a Liberty joke. I dreamt about Liberty last night. Oh. I need to talk to you about my dream last night. It was very Black Mirror, and I've never seen Black Mirror. There's so many ways that that could go. Last night, it was very weird. There's a lot of pigs and politicians or futurists or felons. Miley Cyrus was there for some reason. (laughs) That episode was trash. All right, so any more notes on... Good Lord. All right, any more notes on Home Alone before we draft Christmas songs? I think my only only thought was, and I wrote this in like... I took my notes in red, white, and green, but I wrote this in giant white letters. All those days alone in my own home without my family, give it to me now. I want it. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Like, I will pay you all the money in the world. To be left home alone. Anna was like dreaming about being a quadriplegic this morning. I just so she say I dreamed of her family, and she's like, "Don't, don't lie. You've dreamt this too." And I'm like, "I haven't dreamt this, but anything that enables me to like not take responsibility for something, I'm all for." Yeah, it's true. Um, Jake home alone home alone but for like a 35 year old is just different yeah. it's just like <laughs> oh God. Rare. The best let me order pizza i believe that's let the most cage movie Rubbish, i just want like as Kevin thai food and indian uh-huh. food and sushi all in one meal and i don't want anybody to judge me for it i believe that's just the nicholas cage movie family man but in reverse I haven't watched that in so Ten long. Ten people that listen to this. Also kind record. of a Christmas movie. It's a good movie. With mm. There's one movie with Thora Birch. I will say Home Alone, though. Like, if people tried to rob me now when I was Home Alone, which I usually am, I'd probably die. Just now, immediately like, accept even, it. Like, even now. like, like You can take it all. I don't care. I'm technically an adult. True. Technically an adult, but I still feel like I'd be like, ah, all right, take your walk. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> oh, I would totally fight people. This is why I, I have insurance. This could all be replaced. In fact, I kind of hope this all yeah. gets replaced anyway. Yeah. No, Todd makes me stop tweeting no. because he's afraid someone's going to come to our home and kill me. Or just <laughs> take all of your shoes. That too. No. <laughs> he's like, I'll just, I don't even care I'll just if they fight take everything, coming into my house. kill our children. Well, this is why I'm like Todd. This somebody's this out there just guns. waiting. Yeah, waiting for Amy to sell her. Well, you cleats. know, you know who he thinks is out there. Heard you were talking shit about sitting next to Zeno's dad. I'm here to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we we 
There is it's negative chance he will ever listen to this podcast because we are affiliated with locked. his one enemy. Like, I think blocked. there are too many big words. He blocked me. Podcast he blocked me, and it's because I made a foot fetish joke He blocked joke about us. Him. He blocked us. We're both blocked. Also, if you're a woman, don't make foot fetish jokes on Twitter because you will get creepy DMs. I'm sure. He blocked me because I made a foot fetish joke about him. Um, I'm still not blocked by that guy, amazingly. <laughs> Oh, you've got to send us screenshots every day. Dex. He blocked he blocked us and the podcast <laughs> last <laughs> week. He sure did. It's, when I had called him out for doing shit that he absolutely did and denies. With screenshots. It is. It is wild yeah. that Dex isn't blocked because you are brought up so much on the website he flourishes on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're like That's number one true. hater. I'm. Uh, I don't know. You oh, might. Yeah. You might be dethroned. You might be dethroned by Matt. I've got you, a new nickname. You guys are like mm-hmm. neck and neck. I have been reborn. I am called Hold My Decks over on Sigma Three Sixty Five. Oh, <laughs> good for you. Because that's I told good one, actually. so many of them a damn to hold nickname. my dick. I, I love a good. Pun. They came. I, I love a good pun. I love a good pun. If you so ever end up having them. to send the Scott Drew, I'm sorry, apology notes, I will send you monogram stationery to send it on. <laughs> Thank you. Hold my decks. <laughs> It'll be HMD. Uh, oh my god! From the desk of HMD. hold my decks. <laughs> oh, that'd be really good. LV two. I'll design you. that. Um, bring it back. The only oh, note I have. Either. Why are we bringing you. it back? We're having so much fun right now, Jake. This is no, the greatest. It's a miserable crossover of all Please time. Please I know. So many funny trails. Our good boy Jack is gonna have the best time when he listens to this. I love you, man. We heard you, um, Jack. We do love you, Jack. Uh, I think I call him out almost every episode. Jack and Evan. Yeah, thank you, Evan. You're also holding <laughs> us down. Wait, um, which Evan? Everett. Uh, Don't. Yeah, How many Evans? Oh, I said there? Evan. Everett. Yeah, Everett Manson. Oh God. Right. Oh Everett. Oh, I was like Evan. Oh no. We love oh, no. Evan. We, we, also, we also love Everett. <laughs> we, we love Everett so much. We're calling him by the wrong name. I'm so sorry, Everett. Um, that's that's <laughs> go so, for Everett. Sorry. Uh, so bringing it back, just to close it up. Just steal from a podcast that is sold out now because they're doing stuff on AMC that is so corny as hell. Um, coming off the bench for one minute and immediately dunking John Candy improved. Every single line. Polka Every Kings of the Polka Kings of the Midwest, you know? Had that's no like six hundred and twenty five I don't Dude. remember Uncle Buck. I remember I that remember. I loved it, but like I don't remember the plot. I remember planes, trains, and automobiles. Honestly. Are y'all yeah. getting in the van with John Candy? Because I am. I am not. Yeah. One hundred Absolutely. I am. Let me tell you yeah. something. A group of people all wearing matching clothes, but not at a sporting event, terrifies me. It's a cult. It's immediately a cult. You're getting That's into valid. a van with Scientologists so like, that are talking about polka. You know how, like, in colleges, they do, like, the student tours or whatever, where they bring, like, a group of, like, high school kids, like, for the day or whatever. They would show up. They're all wearing matching T-shirts, just walking around campus looking at all of us. I was like, something is something is going wrong. Like, these people want to murder me. Like, they're watching <laughs> I'm, me. I'm about to be kidnapped. They're it's going to try legitimately me. Like, so that the chaperones don't lose them. I know, but, like, we, it, it's terrifying. When we would travel with the boys when they were really little, I would put them in fluorescent polo shirts matching so that if nice. I lost one of them, That's I could good. see them from far away, and I could be like, 
I lost my child. He looks like this, but bigger or smaller. <laughs> Etta dominates mothering. No, um, I really don't. But the up, the one did. thing that I loved about the John Candy thing was, or the John Candy scene when they're in the van is basically like him justifying how shitty of a mother she is by being like, "Hey, all these I guys left are my pieces." Kid at the funeral home. Yeah, all these guys are pieces of shit too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he didn't talk Which, to yeah. me for like two months, but it's fine. Like, but you know what? I think that was like, I mean, this was it's in endearing a pre, as hell. This it was, was a in a pre-Instagram world, but we all need to hear mm-hmm. that other parents aren't perfect either, yeah. and that life oh, isn't so this like beautiful thing that's projected there is there is a difference between like you know not being a perfect parent and then him going he doesn't even see his fucking kids <laughs> <laughs> this bastard yeah but yeah. i feel like that was custody agreements were a different thing back then <laughs> so it was his it kid's was gonna a write a book about attempt. him because he's so messed up yeah. I mean, honestly, at that point in time, you could probably walk into a judge's chambers and be like, I want to divorce my husband. He's in a polka band so, and immediately be accepted. Like, right. yes, uh-huh. say no so, more, fam. It's this over. Week, so this week for the was, first time ever, I watched Beverly Hills or True Beverly Hills. Chihuahua? Oh, no. my God. For the first time ever? I've never seen movie. it. That is a good and, movie. That is and, a good um, movie. Well, but... In it, he's like, I would like, I think I want to request, I don't even know the actor's name because I want to call him coach. Craig T. Nelson. Yes. Craig T. Nelson. Um, He is like, I I think I want to go for joint custody. And I'm like, that's such a Mm -hmm. weird thing now because now, unless there's like something super fucked up with one or the two of you. Everyone wants that. Yep. Everyone goes for joint custody. And so it was just, I, I feel like that was just such a weird thing back then is that they just get kids to moms. It's probably Maybe? just I like, know. I don't want, I don't want them. Just, yeah. just, just I'm, dude. I'm a traveling, Edna. I'm a traveling polka band. I absolutely do not want this trial. The movie. Oh, it was Where? super fun. It was like, Oh, true. Very... was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like perfect eighties movie. So I still refer to uh, things as blue light specials. Yes. Yeah. I cigars, cigarettes, cookies, cigars, cigarettes. I love that movie so much. All right, God, I also miss. There's so many movies you guys need to have us back for. I know we just reference like 14 different movies on a home. Well, welcome podcast. to welcome to Sour Grapes. That's true. The uh, did y'all also watch Prancer? Yeah. Watch what? Like was years ago? In that what? Prancer? 1989. Wasn't he? Yeah. A yeah, Viga- Viga- that was Sam a great. Elliott's that's a Prince. great Christmas movie. I loved that one. What is happening? So good. <laughs> Johnny Galecki's in Prancer. <laughs> Johnny Galecki is in Prancer. Jax, welcome to Amy and I's eighties childhood. We are Wait. just free associating. So what's now. the? Uh, what's the? <laughs> we're just we're just doing the Family Guy bit. Is like. Remember when? What's a Christmas movie? Oh, are we drafting? We're about who to. Want, we're about who to. wants okay. chowder? Okay. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> fucking Taylor Ham wants chowder. I do want. Right oh now. my god. <laughs> god, it is weirding me out how much you look like him. You're going to have to send me a picture because I don't like. <laughs> I made her send me Roy, a picture earlier. Roy, what's your phone number? <laughs> I'll just add, add Royden to the group chat. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'm not going to dox myself on this. I'm not going to dox myself on this podcast. Tell us what's your number Guys, one. it is. Royan's number is 817. It is absolutely not that. Um, the 830. Eight, eight, okay. 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 8, 8, five. Right there. Right there, I just sent the I sent the picture. Oh my god! It is uncanny. <laughs> it's so upsetting to me how much he looks like him. <laughs> he just had to get I'm now officially. To leave his seat. He he just had to leave because he looks so much like Taylor Ham. Actual tears about <laughs> I'm just gonna make that this episode's like album cover. God damn it! <laughs> I think I did make it one episode when? of picture of Dax as a joke. This isn't not me. <laughs> oh my god! I've always just heard the name Taylor Ham. I had no idea what he looked like. <laughs> But yep, that's right. <laughs> it's uncanny, right? <laughs> Royden is broken right now. <laughs> <laughs> Royden, I think one you're time way more Amy handsome. and Etta came, came from one more take and broke Royden. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment, but like, not really. <laughs> I don't uh, know if that's a compliment, buddy. <laughs> I do think you're more handsome. Oh, appreciate there's that. a compliment. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate but the compliment, is, but eh. it's uncanny. Shit. Uh, and now you're tweeting it. <laughs> oh my god! Did she really? Yeah, she, she added me. <laughs> what is this incredible content? This is incredible content. <laughs> it's uncanny. Damn it! We gotta put that on the pod account. Hold on. Shit! <laughs> you gotta retweet that. I can't stop that. Listeners, I'm very sorry. This is very inside baseball, but this is very important to us. Royden has gotten too far in this podcast without being roasted. Royden's very famous right now. He's um, a blue check motherfucker, so he needs to be brought down God. a little bit. I'm so uncomfy. Anyway, Christmas songs draft. What's our order? Hold on. I'm there. going fifth. It's what a clock. it's Jake, Etta, and I stopped listening after it. myself. It's, it's it is third. Jake, Etta, Dex, Royden, Amy. So Jake, Etta, Dex, Taylor, Ham, Amy. <laughs> also, oh. isn't Taylor Ham like a food item? That's like a thing, right? Are you just hyper focused? Is there on the a company? Ham? No, like Taylor Ham. Like Taylor Ham is a food item. It's like famous reason. I went. I, I went I through like all my primary education with a Taylor Ham. She was a girl. All right. I know. I know a Mia Ham. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Ham. Oh, it's yeah. like a She's northeastern cute. thing. Oh. We don't talk to people this from the northeast. I'm about Good to call. shit the bed so hard here because I'm I'm not taking. I totally thought we were drafting Christmas movies, not Christmas songs. 
questions. So this we should be fun. Did. We already did that. Fly by the seat of your pants. Nobody cares about this. So uh, it is four rounds, snake draft style. We do it for the grand. Oh, God. That's uh, a lot of songs. Sorry. Normally, I would be hosting this part of the podcast, but I am stunned. <laughs> he's, he's been roasted so hard I had to take over. Um, Gordon, I so do snake- appreciate you and love you. I'm very thankful of this opportunity to officially meet you <laughs> well, I, on I, the I, internet. I appreciate y'all coming on and uh, properly. <laughs> and we will never be best. back. <laughs> no, well, best thing, no, here's the thing. We love when guests are like, they, or get it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Not, not uh-huh. like we're like. We've, not we, like understand, we understand the chaos. Yeah, not like we're high comedy, we're, but we've had some guests that like. Uh, uh, three oh. barstool sports that don't know what we're no. doing. Oh my god! And, that guy. Uh, Y'all had those I'm, people. I'm on? sure we had. We uh, had one. It's because we, we shamed them. I have to them. take back we, my audio now. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> we shamed him on here, and I, I 100 guarantee if you were ever find him on the street and ask him, be like, "Hey, did you do a movie podcast in like March?" He'd be like, "Absolutely not. I don't know what you're talking about." Don't nope. know. Uh, he absolutely hates. He it's become a running joke. Friend of the pod, Derek Fault says you could point me towards any picture of a white man and tell me it's Royden, and I would believe you. <laughs> God, I love you, Derek. Derek, you and I, Perfect. you and I are lost brothers. I feel like you and had I gone to high school with you, Derek, we'd have been best friends. Oh my God! Um, all, right. all right, I'm. Pick your pick. Your pick your wrong pick. Who's number one? Jake. Jake? It's me. Oh God! Uh, it's so obvious. I I don't like the obvious choice. I am I'm adamant on that. I'm not here for that song. That's why you're wrong and bad. <laughs> I, I I know. By the way, we're gonna do this where just picking a song gets you every version of that song, so we don't have to like slice. It yeah, down. no, 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 no. Uh, I didn't actually make a list. I'm I'm, I'm winging this. He's like legitimately red. Do it. <laughs> Sitting there. Fine, I'll, I'll take the obvious choice. first round pick because I haven't. Wait, no, don't made do that. No, don't do that. Nope. I'm to, all I want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. You're gonna win Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure. Nobody's gonna listen to the context of me stuttering through that. Uh. I actually do not like that song, but I, I had to take it now because I did not make a draft list because I did not know what we were drafting up until when we started this episode. We decided it's like a week ago. <laughs> yeah. We threw out ideas. I didn't know we landed Look. on one. Okay. All right. So that means it's up to me and I it is up to you with Last Christmas by Wham. Damn. But it doesn't matter who, but I'm, you know, yeah, Last Christmas. That was a great song. Also, literally the plot of a movie that came out not too long ago. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's me next. And I'm going to go with Oh Holy Night because that song fucking bangs. It's my favorite deck. Also made an appearance in Home Alone. So, you know, shout out. Uh, a Thrill of Hope, The Weary World Rejoices. For Yonder Blakes, I have never felt that more. more. Never felt that more than I will this year on christmas eve in the midst of a pandemic in this economy (laughs) very good okay jake all right uh royden 
Oh, it's my turn? Royden. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Royden. Oh, God. Um, the, let's see. I'm going to go with Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> I love that one, too. Sucks. That song sucks so hard. It's no, so it bad. Doesn't. That's no, such a terrible song. It is a, that is a. <laughs> what song do you have? It's Holy about shit. bringing what you have. What you, have. you had a fourth round pick. I can you just blew it. Turn. Fine. You just took a kicker. No, 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 no. Fine. No, no. You no, can take no, it back. You pick. It's already. Right. Little Drama Boy is good. It is. Thank you. I'm with you. It is the trash, most trash song in the world. <laughs> po rum pa pum bum. Right. It is about a poor boy bringing what he has to the new king. There is Jesus a Christ. thousand. There's a thousand Christmas songs. We're gonna get ones that we like. <laughs> I love Little Drummer Boy. Thank you. You know what a a, a newborn baby needs to hear? I'm a, a drawer. Excuse Okay, do I go now? Do I go now and get ridiculed by all of you assholes? No, you won't be The entire Morris Brown drumline from the movie Drumline. All right, Amy, go. Mine is Who Would Imagine a King by Whitney Houston. I actually don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know that one off the top of my head, to be honest. It's from the Preacher's Wife soundtrack, and it is very good. Sing us a little bit. And if you don't know it... I I think what I'm going to do... For this draft is what I did for Boyd. I think when I when we did the the uh, movie soundtrack draft and I played like the best song from the soundtrack. I think I'm just gonna do like a 10 second overlay on each pick. Who would imagine a king is phenomenal? You got a second pick, Amy. Yeah, you get. Oh, I do have a second pick, don't I? Um, grown up Christmas list. (sighs) Oh, so good. Amy Grant is so good. Uh huh. Graham thinks that I'm Amy Grant. Oh, that's sweet. When I play Amy Grant songs on Alexa, he's like, is this you? And I'm like, yep. Yes, sure absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. Christmas it, list. It is yep. me, million dollar recording artist. Amy it's Grant. me. <laughs> Don't you hear the similarities when I sing this song out loud? Like, duh. All right. So it's my turn. Is there back? Here goes Taylor Ham. White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. But, or, yeah. By, uh, yeah, by uh, you roasted me for pick. You roasted me for taking that pick as a movie. It's a good song. It's not the best Christmas movie. I didn't take it first round. It's only like third round. It is a great movie. You roasted me because it was it's a old. good song. <laughs> it is pretty. It's old. a great movie. <laughs> it's old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you took Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah, I'm over this. All right, uh, like Dex, it's your boy. Holiday Inn. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> yes. me at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> What you doing? <laughs> Who you with? <laughs> Me and my friend. God, that song Lord is great. <laughs> okay, oh, anyway. What we going to do? Dex. Uh, you guys remember Murphy Lee? Absolutely. What the hook going to be? <laughs> I don't need no fucking hook on this beat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> shit, I'm going to go with... Ah, uh, uh, this... I'm sorry. <laughs> You don't know the Christmas movie Holiday Inn, but you know the Cheese. <laughs> this is incredible. Is it Snoop Dogg in that? Uh, I don't know if Snoop is in this. It would have been better if he was, because Holiday Inn has a lot of blackface. 
He there is was a, featuring a ludicrous there was Snoop Dogg song or something where he like talked about make the memory glands jiggle and Todd would always go like this <laughs> like he thought the memory glands were oh, his no. <laughs> anyway Dex let's go let's go with the, the <laughs> I'm sorry the idea that you would throw a bomb party at a holiday in is hilarious to me anyway Dex we did that after my cousin won the Missouri State Championships for football we literally had a party at the at the Holiday Inn in sounds, St. Louis. Sounds very Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> it was very Nelly. It was very Nelly. Okay, oh, my pick. God. My turn. I'm going to take Santa Baby. That song okay. fucking jams. Okay. I love Santa Baby. It's I love Santa like, Baby. It's weirdly constantly attributed to Marilyn Monroe. She had nothing to do with that song. Who was the one girl who did it like when we were all youth? We were not uh, Willa Ford or something like Willa. It was the blonde chick. I mean, uh, Willa Ford is a person. Ford. I think it was Willa Ford. Bless you. Okay. That was loud as hell. I know and <sighs> love the Eartha Kit version. That's the one that's like canon for me. Yeah, that's the one I know. <laughs> that's canon. Oh, uh, all right, Etta. Mm. Feel free to take 2000s rap if you want to. I can't stop this now. I, <laughs> I'm i going to go with Blue you Christmas. You can take Pony. I'm not going to stop you. Blue Christmas. Oh, that's some rocks. I'm here for that. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what I was humming when we started this. Like, uh, who who is singing this? Isn't Elvis? Okay. Oh, speaking of Elvis, do you know there's a conspiracy theory around Home Alone that Elvis is alive and in the movie? What? What? Yeah. So where in the the, in the scene where Catherine O'Hara, I think when she's in Scranton and it's before John Candy meets her and she's like yelling with the 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 ticket agent, like like can you? It's like in the background. Perpetual hope. There's a guy like that's standing right behind her in a beard. That's or not in a beard, but he's he has a beard on, and everybody's like, "That's that's Elvis. It looks just like Elvis. It looks nothing like Elvis." But people are like Elvis. claiming it's not Elvis. It looks nothing no like him. Like this dude is like seven foot tall. It makes no sense. All Two right. picks, Jake. Uh, congratulations, because you just got engaged. I'm taking um, uh, Ariana Grande's um, Santa, Santa. Tell me, jam. I was gonna take that later. But Santa, Santa, tell politics, me? Yeah. Santa, tell me if, if you're, you're really there. there. It's so good. So good. I don't know this song. Little drummer sucks. Um, Damn. Jesus, man. This is the Rose Royden podcast. <laughs> it had the ricochet shots. <laughs> oh. Oh. Lord. Is someone taking a 3.0? I, I'm I, writing I most of them down. Because who would imagine a king needs yeah. its moment in the sun? It don't have its moment. I will okay. give that to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to take another one that bangs. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Damn it. Sink. <laughs> I didn't think we would be taking each other's picks like this. I, I'm, I'm I really not, appreciate y'all. that y'all are like hip because none of mine are going to be taken. I feel confident. We're with the youths. All of all of mine are from like uh, prohibition. My fourth rounder. <laughs> my fourth rounder actually That's is a classic. Well, it's to prohibition home, right I, here. I, yeah. Hey, yo. Chief. 
I'm the only one not drinking. So that probably makes sense why I'm the one being roasted. It's sour grapes. You got to drink. That's the whole point. You got to drink your wine. Yeah, this had. is what we do. Well, normally, I had. Well, I had the. If you listen to the Elf podcast, that was under the influence and it just got off the rails. So I was trying to be there. Did Matt you, have uh, Malibu and pineapple juice? Oh, God. What a sorority girl. He is absolutely sorority boy. And uh, what was it and, that I called Hank? And we love him dearly. Beta boys and sorority girls or whatever. Hey, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a good band. There. Apropos of oh, nothing, yes. that Hank Christmas card. I don't know Hank, but that Hank Christmas card was it's incredible. Yeah, content. I did not receive incredible a Hank content. Christmas card, but it's amazing. It's on my fridge God, right now. Like, took it away from me. I was like, nope, we're gonna put this over here. Anyway, Etta, your pick. All right, my next pick is actually "What Sweeter Music" by John Rutter. Can't say I've heard that one. Sure. I don't know. It's fantastic. And um, I knew none of you. We're going to learn so much good shit tonight. Uh, Right. So I'm up next. I'm going to take Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Yeah. What a bitch. Hey. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) How how can you not not love that song? How can you not love the Biebs? This I is, do love Bieber. This is the most I've never, derisive I've never heard draft that we've ever had. Usually it's usually it's pretty passive, like, oh, you could have taken that in the fourth. That's a dub pick. This is like the first <laughs> time we've ever actually come at each other's throats. <laughs> I love it. Just, I just, for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> uh, Roy, what trash pick are you taking? Shit. Well, I don't know if I want to now. Um, <laughs> Uh, the pentatonics is still on the board if you want to just <laughs> oh, throw it god. away. I forgot about that. No. Oh my god. No, no, no. Uh, we all try to. We all try I to. I mean, it's they're, it's the, they're the over- Ugg boots of Christmas music. Wow, that is. I don't even know what that accurate. means. Holy shit. That is, that's, that's accurate. That is. That is. Y'all, there's so much good take. Christmas music out here. There yeah. is. It's so overplayed, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a classic. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Michael Blueberry boop boop bubble version. <laughs> You'll get there. Bubble bubble bubble. That one. I don't know, but the any version of that is usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Boo. Uh, Amy. <laughs> please, um, please clap. I have like eight. I have like eight <laughs> choices right here. Um, I think that I'm gonna go with "Where Are You Christmas" by Faith Hill. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, sure. I mm-hmm. love that song. And then I'm gonna go. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel by the David Crowder band. Boo! No, I'm kidding. I don't care. <laughs> it's freaking good. <laughs> it's it's the one that's like, "Be thou our Prince of Peace." Do you have any other hymns you would like sad, to take? Be our sad division cease. Feels particularly pertinent right now. I don't know that little drummer boy should be making commentary about hymns. True. True. Look, the Martina McBride of little drummer boy is everything (laughs) to me. Uh, Let's see. My last one is, and y'all are. Jake's probably going to boo this one too. The Carol of the Bells by Trans uh, Siberian. I love Carol of the Bells. Good, good call. Thank you. 
that song is for edgy yes. people are for like white people that listen to top 40 that think yeah. they're edgy that song is trash i so um that that is i that is <laughs> I. tattoo jake <laughs> and fucking it is give us i taylor <laughs> Oh, oh. oh, I don't go for a while. I close this it, out. It but, me, Ed so, <laughs> Um, Years and years ago, I, we, my parents took my sister and I to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Um, and somebody was like smoking in the bathroom and all of the American Airlines Center's uh, fire alarms went off. And those are loud as hell. But it was right as Carol the Bells was starting. And so everybody thought it was a part of the song. So this building could have burnt down and nobody would really have known. <laughs> gotta hear that gotta hear the Carol the Bells, man. That's why we came. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go out to that, I guess. Yeah, that's a pretty dumb pretty way cool. to go out, honestly. Burnt down to Carol of the Bells. <laughs> <laughs> would y'all believe that I was in a youth group band and we used to play that every Christmas? Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. That is accurate. That is accurate and true. Are you a Baylor person? Yes. We both. I'm going to guess you have like a Zach Wild, Les Paul. I played acoustic guitar. Thank you. There's a guy I knew at Baylor. (laughs) Right. Where did you grow up? A small town in Livingston, Texas, about an hour north of Houston. So Houston. Yes. Who do I know from there? So Houston. I know someone from Livingston, Texas. Taylor Ham. Right. He knows everybody (laughs) from everywhere. Yeah, is it Taylor Ham? <laughs> this is really gonna aggravate me, but yeah. No I one's I gotta tell you, no one's from Livingston, Texas. Is no. it Royden's sister who's a hit on TikTok? <laughs> well, yeah. It might be. <laughs> you have my attention. My sister went my, my, my sister went TikTok, viral on TikTok. But I don't either. I just go to the links when people send them to me. Royden, please send that out tonight. Yeah. Wait, what? We want to see the, the link the to your TikTok sister's. Link uh, of your sister. Oh, yeah. hold on, I'll find it. Go, y'all, go ahead. Uh, there's so many songs that are left. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go sure. with. I'm gonna be lame. I'm gonna take Jingle Bell Rock. That's a good one. Good one. <laughs> Is that what Kevin did when he was trying to trick them? Yep. Good old Brenda Lee. Lick a my stroke of my. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please stop. I'm very embarrassed oh. right now. I can't. This is go. this is the woman who week after week makes OnlyFans jokes at my expense, <laughs> <laughs> and she's embarrassed right now. Have you not seen that video? Well it's done. Fine. I've okay. seen it. Thank you, Roy. You get me. Yeah. All right. Out of your final pick. I'm so conflicted. There's so many. I know there's so many good. Play songs. from the heart. Shoot from the hip. Play from the heart. Do I'm I gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'll be home. Not? You're out. I'll be oh. home. Why not that's do good. the light we, we of the also world spend... by Lauren Daigle? Oh, that's so good too. <laughs> I love that one. We're gonna we're gonna spend 20 minutes talking about songs we didn't pick. It's true. Um. To close it out, I'm going to take Andy Williams' Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Fair enough, yeah. I also wish to take um, Kelly Clarkson's last year. I Or whatever it was called. The whole Kelly Clarkson catalog of Christmas 
She did my grown-up Christmas wish, and I loved it so much. I love her. Oh, yeah. She's so good. I feel like we should have an honorable mention to, like, the entire James Taylor Christmas album. Who? But that's a really good album. Good album. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so good. good, and album. so is Michael Martin Murphy. But I didn't do any of his songs because nobody would know them. Santa Claus is coming to town. So, by Bruce Springsteen. So Mally and I saw James Taylor live, and the only, the only memory I can pull from that, aside from him playing Fire and Rain, is that for some reason there was a Cookie Monster balloon that was released inside the auditorium, and that like floated across the stage. So I just I have a, a perfect mental image of James Taylor and a Cookie Monster balloon. Cool, <laughs> neat. It's momentous. <laughs> Should I stop recording please, at this point? Please no, keep going. The um, because we no, gotta, we we're gotta not done this yet. up here in a second. Any uh, we got thirty any, more on, any honorable mentions? Because they're you know. Pretty much oh, all of Stevie Wonder's uh, Christmas album is I will do phenomenal. some Lauren Daigle. Mm-hmm. I will do some uh, When You Please Believe Come by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. Is that a Christmas From song? the Prince of Egypt. Oh. Powerhouse. I think oh, it is. Man, that's a movie. That is a movie. It's so good. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Never seen it. Yeah, anything by Vince Garaldi, Garibaldi, Garibaldi. Rocking around um, the Christmas tree. No. Trash. What? Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Like, honestly, I just pretty much rock the Cambridge Singers all of Christmas. Which I feel like is kind of nerdy, mm-hmm. but. You know what we talked about for uh, for hours the other night, but just what, did not Taylor? talk about. What do you talk about? What, Taylor? <laughs> Tell us, I cannot get past it. It is uncanny. Uh, maybe it's cold outside. How do we feel about that song? Okay, it's it a little a rapey good song. No, no, it's not. Have you seen Amy that? and I are best friends all the time? Have sun. you seen the Thora Birch movie that is like all I want for Christmas? Can't say that anyone. I, I feel like no. Birch has come up a lot. I think the last it Thora Birch movie. movie I saw was like Dunstan checks now in. Now and then. Oh, Dunstan. Che- okay. Oh. So there is a movie that is like all I want for Christmas, and it is a little girl and her older brother, and their parents are divorcing, and they like <laughs> find a way to get them back together over Christmas. But the little girl and her grandmother sing a version of um, Baby, It's Cold Outside. And it is precious and not rapey. And that so there's colored, a scene in them. That's colored my whole perception of the song. So there's a scene in this movie where a grown man is in a bathroom and a woman is taking a shower where they're singing together. And it's good. That movie is Elf. Absolutely oh yeah, is. Zoe. Right? It is very cute. Yeah. Uh, Baby, it's cold outside. I don't it's think good. it has to be rapey. I don't think it's rapey, guys. No, it's it's not rapey. Like the actual co- original context, no, of, the, it's, context it's, of the song. It is just a, it's just a song. It, it, yeah. The I original know. context of the song, it, it stands. Like putting 2020 values to it, it doesn't hold up. But it's an original value. Like it's, it's also fine. it's not like I, R. Kelly did a version of this song. No, he's not like. So I'm if you guys ever do a breakdown of in here. the closet, I'm in. 
We talked about that yeah. not too long. Ago. We did talk about Trapped in the Closet. I've I've seen like yeah, every episode multiple times. Same. Oh, Probably a problem. I can't. No, I can't do I it. Can't like do after like episode thirteen, so I'm like we reach it. We recently rewatched. <laughs> Oh no! At, at, once Poe? after like episode thirteen, like I lose, I I detach from reality. I I can't accept yeah. it. No, there's a whole thing in that in that all those music videos where like proportions make no sense. Yeah. Like the kitchen counters where the midget pops out, like it's thirty <laughs> feet tall. Like it, the whole thing. And Omar is in there. I don't. I, it's all we've talked like, about. We should do it. episode in R. Kelly on this podcast. More than anybody has talked about those two on any. Podcast. Somebody needs to remember Dane Cook. Somebody needs to remember Dane Cook. Anyway, and that person. All right. Me. So that has been a one take pot. That has been a, a podcast. <laughs> no, no, Royden. We're keeping it up. Oh, okay. No, uh, we're not. No, we're not really. This has been a two-hour, thirteen-minute podcast. Oh my god! I mean, and I I wrote down no notes, so it all sticks. There's no editing. No, no, no. Right. I sent you a couple texts about things. If I say the phone. fuck word in the podcast, does that hurt or help my case for alumni elected regent for Baylor? You got my vote. Yeah, I. If I was a voting member of the general populace, I mean, I already you signed, will be. Reco- anyway. I already will signed be. a recommendation form for you, but I'm having to write my personal statement of faith right now. How and much does I mean? How much I, does Taylor Ham's opinion I, count? It does not count at all, Roy. It's all you. I personally did not go to Baylor. I've just lied my way successfully for the last decade. Is this? But I'm sure they'll believe my vote. I feel like this is a lie. No, I he goes know. to Baylor true. football games in a chrome skull mask and gold chains. He never went <laughs> to Baylor. fucking T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> like, Baylor's number one fan didn't even go to do Baylor. Do you post so, videos like, where you scream into your phone while you're driving down the road at a high rate of speed? No, because I can't. I, I am the idiot that needs both hands on the yeah. wheel. I am scared to drive one hand. That's not an idiot thing. That's Wait, but, are you dead ass? This is general. It's scared. Yeah, I mean, like if I'm on like 35 and I'm going to Waco or something, like I'll I'll left-handed because at that point you could just cruise control and just ride out. But like if I'm in like going through Dallas or something, like both hands. Jay, uh, you better you better you really recheck did not how... go to Baylor. No, he went to Baylor. With, he graduated he went to from Baylor. Ba- we both spent too much money on film Did degree. you go to Baylor? Yeah, I I wasted I a lot. I wasted a lot of money on a communications degree. Yeah, we both did. So anyway, all I'm hearing is that you are two people who can vote for me to be an alumni or elected regent and uh, yes. like go and advocate for social justice. What's in it for us? Yes. Social I don't justice. know. Oh, I'm God. writing my statement of faith right now <laughs> and I keep going back to that damn C.S. Lewis quote about like, remember the signs, take the signs, blah, 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 from the silver chair. Hmm. Uh, I know what you're talking and that's about. my thing. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I just Damn. read his. De- I just read his depressing stuff. Well, this one is Chronicles of Narnia, and I. I was going to say Chronicles. <laughs> the Chronicles. It's of what saved me when I took my world history prior to fifteen hundred class, and I realized that like a lot of different religions had a flood narrative, and a lot of different religions had a creation narrative, and I freaked yeah. out. 
That was my favorite thing about religion at Baylor. We were just taught by like an agnostic guy and he was just like, hey, a lot of this is the same. <laughs> right. Right. You know, just gonna, and oh. I Wait. had a crisis. And then so I read regular, the oh. Narnia. Regular religion In classes the talk about this because I did BIC. And then when I came back, I had to do historical and this was my world whatever the other class like scriptures this was heritage. my christian um, scriptures yeah like i took yeah. this my senior year heritage, which was and i realized study. that there were like more flood narratives there's a lot and i had a complete epic of gilgamesh uh-huh i had a complete freak out and then i also Ugh. read the chronicles of narnia at the same time and there was the whole remember the signs remember this remember to go back to this and so I shouldn't talk to you about geologic ages of the Earth. No, you sh- you should. No, the I'm Earth is five thousand sure years old. Christian- Christian- this is a this is yeah. a creationism podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, well you're I have still to don't believe that parts. Christianity is the only answer, but I think that it works for me. Anyway, this has been the most ambitious say, crossover podcast that. in the history of yeah, podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this was a rousing failure. They're not this will never see the They're light of day. They're not going to make me candidate if I say that. But I'm just going to be like, I, I appreciate literature because it brought me to this moment. And blah. I don't know. I'm due at 5 p.m. tomorrow. Five. Gotta have my oh, I thought I, I, whole Welcome to Amy and Etta's therapy couple of hours every Sunday night. Where this we is just, like this is uh, a very big deal. This is what I've we do. Been stressed uh, out about this for like a week. What I want to know is how are y'all going to have us on the Sour Grapes pod? What are we going to talk about? Yeah, so what's that crossover? Here's episode the thing. Like? You guys are going to need to come up with very specific reasons why you hate the college football playoff committee. Oh, I got a few. But also basketball. Yeah, Other than Dex, because I know he already has them. I'm good to go on that. Yeah, we're ready. I know. Are we going to I'm just going to bring cultural context. Basketball, Etta? I'm I down. want to talk basketball. I'm down. We have both had I mean, there was like Jerome a seven-month break. Between. Jerome Tang has sent us bottles of wine. Which you're going to have to edit mm-hmm. this out, Jake. <laughs> to talk about Baylor basketball. And then we have had Aditya talk about being beef coach. <laughs> this is essentially Ew. a Baylor basketball sanctioned podcast. So I can't be on it is what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely not. You are banned, sir. You absolutely can, as long as you acknowledge how good Baylor basketball is. We are literally the best. Like, we're so fucking good. I love us so much this year. I love this. But if Scott Drew wasn't the... (laughs) (laughs) That fucker Scott Drew. That happy-ass motherfucker. That happy motherfucker. Just coaching all happy as hell. To the six listeners that are not Baylor alumni, I'm. We, you got this far. You you can tap out. It's fine. It doesn't get better. All right, that is the one take podcast. You can find us at One <laughs> oh, Take Pod Lord, on Twitter. Lord, you can find time. us on uh, One Take Pod on Instagram, which I rarely post on. Sorry, uh, I think something on here may get onto that Instagram page, but the uh, you can um, find us on Spotify, Simplecast. Google Podcast and iTunes. Apple, Apple Podcast. Podcast. Apple leave Podcast. us a rating. Leave us a rating and a review, please. And thank you. Five star rating and review. And uh, as long as you do that, you can shit on us in the comments. I really don't care. But um, 
As long as you do that, you can come on to the next episode. We were actually Shinons. doing that for a while. If you left us a five-star review. We're still doing that. That's it, That will be in this episode's description as it is in every yeah. description. If you give us a rating and review, we will invite you on. Exactly. So you can find us. We have a very low bar yes. of entry. Uh, you can find us all there. Ladies, let us know where you can find y'all's content. Premium or not. <laughs> oh, we're on Apple. At Sir Grace Podcast. <laughs> and that's it. And we're done here. <laughs> and Simple Quest. And what? And we're on Spotify. Spotify. And we're on Google as well at Sour Grapes. And what's Sour Grapes Pod. And our Twitter is at Sour Grapes Pod. And she is at Amy G. Paget or just Paget? Amy Graham Paget. Oh, I can Amy tell you Graham she is uh, roasting me. She, Amy she, Graham Paget. She is at Amy Graham Paget, and I am at Baylor Etta, as in Baylor plus Etta James. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. That has been the <laughs> Sour Grapes <laughs> One Take Pod crossover that tens of people asked for. Nobody that, wanted. Yeah. Nobody wanted it. There are but dozens of fun. us. Dozens. <laughs> there are dozens. All right. Uh, oh. Thank you all so much for coming on and letting us ruin a childhood classic. We will. Oh wait, next. What are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Supporting Amy. Amy. Hashtag vote for Amy. Holy shit! We got fifty-five downloads today. We we hashtag support <laughs> Florence Pugh. And then hashtag, hashtag support vote Amy. for Amy. We out. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing. A bushels of fun Now the jingle hop has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time Dancing and prancing in jingle bell swing